I've lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single Joining us for session 14 of St. Oko's Fire, a lighthearted actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. This is it. This is the finale, or the season finale, or the series finale, the season maybe? This is definitely the end of this arc. <laughs> I hope you're excited. I'm friggin' excited. If, uh, if you'd like to catch up on past episodes of this show, you can go to happyjacks.org slash St. Elko's Fire. I hope you did that before now, because we're about to spoil all of it. <laughs> if you want to find out about other shows on the Happy Jacks, it's a Happy Jacks network, visit happyjacks.org slash shows. Hi! Hi, I'm Kurt. I'm, uh, I'm the director of this game. We are, we are playing Lighthearted, which is a uh, tabletop role-playing game uh, written by myself and uh, Kate Potts. We, uh, which is going to Kickstarter tomorrow morning! Ah, tomorrow! So- <laughs> tomorrow! <laughs> um, so yeah, so if you've been following along and you are into Lighthearted, you want to go to lighthearted.games and go tell it to notify you, or if you're watching this uh, after Tuesday, January 26th at 9am PST, then you go click that uh, back button and get you a copy of Lighthearted. Well, that's me. Uh... As I said, I'm the director for this game. I'm running this game. Uh, so let's throw it to our cast so we can meet them and see how they're doing today. Uh, we'll go in our standard order. Dave, how are you doing tonight? I am fantastic. Uh, it is uh, beautiful and oddly day that snowed here in the greater Los Angeles area. So it was a little weird to, to figure out what's going on today, but... Uh, I, I am super pumped to see what the heck is going to happen with all of the build-up to this <laughs> game. It's been a lot. Yes, so I, indeed. I, yeah, I can't wait to see where we end up. I'm super jammed. That's awesome. Did you say who you're playing? I don't think I did. I'm playing Harold, uh, the outcast uh, that I've been playing as hauntingly attractive goth guy that just loves everybody. And wants to not get hunted down and murdered by darkness. Yeah. I mean, that's a good life goal. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get murdered. Don't uh, get murdered Clara. by anything. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Clara, how are you doing? Hi, hi I'm Clara. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm a little sad that this uh, show is ending. Uh, and I, like, we joke that this is like a TV show. And so for me, I'm like... I would like. The, I need. I need there to be a writing campaign to the network so that they can do another season. <laughs> I don't know what they would send, but like, send mail in some, some felt horns. Yeah, they would send in like felt you, you, little tr- felt unicorn tip horns. I was gonna say little unicorns. It's send in unicorns. Yeah, oh, yeah. To get the show re re uh, a second season. Uh, I'm playing Audrey, the uh, 
jock archetype uh, click who is dealing with uh, figuring out that you could say no to obligations, it turns out. And also, like, hey, maybe uh, look at the guy next door who is a hauntingly attractive cop kid. <laughs> and also maybe break up with your partner if you aren't considering cheating on them instead of just cheating on them. Here's a thought. It's complicated. Sound, <laughs> sound advice. Okay. <laughs> sound advice. Uh, yeah, also I tried to get my hair to be big, but then there was not enough time or hairspray, so I cosplayed the person on the cover of the book. Your hair is like four feet long, though. So, like, there isn't enough hairspray to make that happen. No, but it is the texture of cotton candy, so it does stand up pretty nicely when you ask it to. Uh, did you ask it? I did not. Uh, okay. There's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> if we were in the studio, you just would have me, like, with a balloon, like, yeah, rubbing no, it on 100%. your hair. And holding okay. it up. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, at that, Claire, how are you doing? I am doing good. It did not snow a little bit where I live, but I live in the high desert. So I woke up the last couple of mornings to complete white, um, completely just like can't even look out the window without sunglasses on because it's so bright. Um, and my little toddler had their first experience with snow yesterday. Oh, um, so that was great. Awesome. Um, and I am playing Cuz. And they are, um, they are young, meine Damen und Herren, guten Nacht. This is the last Nacht that we will all be gathering together for this, in this incarnation, for this show. And uh, they are from East Germany, where the history comes from. And uh, they like to, uh, they, they like to sing that we, 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 we have found out. But mostly they are good with computers and they're very good with magic. And when they are happy, they have a little a little friend, yes, a little ball of light that goes between blue and yellow. And, oh, uh, they are very, uh, they are uh, non-binary, as you say. And uh, they, they dress, they tend to dress very... Uh, uh, jeans and t-shirts and uh, uh, leather bom- bomber jacket. That is what they live in. Nice. Uh, Joe, how are you doing tonight? Uh, you know, I, I am so excited. Uh, there's so much cool stuff I know we're going to get into tonight. So I'm, I'm going to keep my intro brief. I'm Joe. I play Zach. I'm a rebel uh, traveler. And uh, I've basically set off to prove that it's okay to start off as a really unlikable and annoying character as long as you're driven by deep trauma. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh at that. I know. (laughs) What's wrong with you guys? I'm really mad that that's how accurate that is. It's. I'm upset. Uh, All right. It starts early. (laughs) <laughs> okay let's let's uh let's have let's have a game uh so last time on saint elko's fire we see a cut of uh mr larson um try- what first of all we all know the song that plays on the previously on this episode right what what is it on my wayward son Yes, it is 100%. It has to be that song. I'm sorry. Carry on my wayward son. That was important. We all needed to get on board with that first. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. That has to be. 
Uh, so carry on my wayward son plays. The the camera comes up on uh, a bunch of shots of uh, Mr. Larson um, trying to get Zach to uh, you know handing Zach a dark magic book. Um, we we see um, we see Zach and Mr. Larson at their house uh, like arguing. We see um, we see shots of uh, the like. A shadow hound diving at uh, at Harold and them like fight and and the group fighting it off. Uh, we see uh, we see a shot of them slaying uh, a douchebag, <laughs> a vampire in a in a fancy uh, fancy house. We see uh, we see a shot of the the group like standing uh, standing outside a um, DOS bunker. Like ready to kick in the door, uh, and like the unicorn charging the door uh, and blasting it open. We see uh, we see shots of uh, like quick clips of them ridiculing Seymour over and over and over again. Uh, we see <laughs> created our own arch nemesis. I forgot uh, about him. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I haven't. He's coming back to kill us. <laughs> season two. He'll be yeah, the big yeah. bad season in two. season two. Yeah. Uh, we see. We see. Uh, I think we see Audrey telling us, like, telling um, uh, Tiffany to walk off vampirism. Oh, we'll see a shot of that happening. You're um, fine. <laughs> walk it off. There's and no the vampirism in team. Um. We see, we see them uh, stalking up to a uh, a feed store at night in the fog. Uh, we see them in a like harrowing fight where they're getting blasted by green energy and held at gunpoint, and ultimately, kind of winning the day as they 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 sort of uh, start to fight back. Um, and then we see uh, Mr. Larson get away. Uh, with the a truck with a unicorn in the back of it, and we see them capturing, um, capturing Mr. Neil Senior, uh, <laughs> Mr. Neil, Mr. Neil. <laughs> uh, we see this interrogation scene of them finding out that the ritual to bring back Bastion has to take place below the gala at BU because there is a ancient ritual chamber down there ancient from the 1940s and uh <laughs> uh and then i think we cut let's go let's go with um let's go with clara we cut to like what what's another scene that we see in the recap oh i mean like the best one is gonna be the most important for audrey's arc is uh Audrey and Harold having awkward moments throughout the series. And then the one time, the time she, uh, when they, in the Christmas episode, um, she and uh, uh, Harold have a heart to heart about not wanting to lose each other. And nice. almost kissing like three times. Yeah. Is it like the, the, all the, all the almost kisses and then like yeah. a monster shows up or an almost yeah. kiss. And then Zach is suddenly there. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. Um, Claire, what's another what's another scene that we get in the recap? 
Uh, we get Kaz on Halloween night in a uh, uh, redwood forest somewhere in presumably the um, hills of central California. Um, and uh, they are, um, they have wandered away from their family's um, bonfire uh, following some unknown call uh, that we can't, the audience can't see. Um, and I've decided that they were feeling very femme that day. So they're wearing a long flowing white dress and uh, they, um, you see their hand reaching up towards a glowing white figure. And then the camera turns over their shoulder and you see that it's a unicorn. Um, and uh, there's like a voiceover. I'm entrusting you with my son. And uh, we, so we get, uh, and then we see shots of Kaz failing to keep Peter from causing all <laughs> kinds of mischief um, and involving the gang in their, uh, their charge of uh, keeping Peter safe. Nice. Um, Harold, what's our Dave? What's uh, what's something we see with Harold? Um, can you just give me one second? I'm sorry. I have a child that's asking me questions. It's all good. Uh, so uh, Joe, what's something we see from Zach? Um, we see very quick successions of flashbacks. Um, we hear um, alone uh, and we see that shot of Aaron Strauss. She's, backlit, front lit, side lit, uh, gloss filter, hair blowing, sparkle in her eyes, everything slow motion. We fast forward to uh, he's got his hand raised and he's fighting a vampire and the vampire scratches the arm and it reveals that the, there was a tattoo under that sleeve the whole time. And uh, later that day, he's sitting with Erin and he shows her the tattoo and tells her, this is my mother's name. Um we flash forward to uh, lots of adventures and lots of fighting, lots of being a badass. And, but it flashes back to the last moment in Paris where he sees a light in Aaron's eyes. And there's a final moment that seems like it was very pregnant with something that the audience never got to see uh, because this is a PG-13 show. Right. Um, <laughs> and then we, we, we smash cut to um, Zach is... Uh, putting together a master plan and while he's doing so he's he's thinking about times that he's had with his mother and the past and the friends that he's made and he's reflecting on who he has to be all of this to the tune of uh carry on my wayward son <laughs> nice i didn't prepare any of that i didn't write this <laughs> out before we started if anyone asks <laughs> what's uh what's some scenes we see of harold uh well i think the first bit of it is all of the times like throughout, like even from time before the show started. So like a younger looking Harold, like high school Harold being annoyed at high school Neil, uh, like, and like the amount of times that like Audrey and Harold ended up on a group project or like whatever. And then Neil would always be hanging around and he'd just be like, just, you know, like every time he would turn around, it would be an a angry look or all of that. And just like the, okay, I got to wait. Got, I'm not going to be that guy. Like, just, okay, bide my time. Not in a creepy way, <laughs> I want to point out. But like in the, like, like someday I'm going to find that guy. 
like a douchebag in a parking lot. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, um, and then like sort of that series of all of the like friendship moments that, that they had throughout life being neighbors, um, like establishing that sort of groundwork of like, oh yeah, it's, it's just a good kind of friendship and then leading up to the moments like the uh mini golf collapse situation and then the you know um but then like at the end it's it kind of turns from all of that happiness into like the series of times things have gone very darkly lately for Harold mm-hmm. like almost being murdered by a shadow hound and then uh, the um, like him not necessarily going to the dark side but like that moment when he thought Audrey had been hurt or killed well really killed because like in his head the way he sees those visions mm-hmm. um, they've all kind of been death related until that moment so like he figured that's what happened uh, so then that's when he kind of lost it and it took him a little while to sort of reset on that and I don't know if he's done with that yet but mm. we'll see and then the final bit of the montage for Harold has to be the 200 hours spent shopping to put together gala outfits <laughs> <laughs> like yes yeah it's real good and awesome. I said to uh, Roxette's she's got the look <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I think we also see, I think we see, uh, the, the moment when, um, when Kaz becomes tempted and then like the, the realization in, uh, Neil senior's eyes and then the like moment with the traveler where, uh, where he tells that, you know, your friend is, is touched or whatever. And like, you can't, you can't travel with them. Um, and then, uh, I think it comes up. Uh, I think, let's see, what's the like, what's the last thing? And then, yeah, so then like the title card displays, uh, <laughs> carry on my wayward son crescendos. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and another song picks up. Uh, we hear like, it's, it's definitely like, uh, just like classical music, but with a little bit of a synth tinge to it because it's a like it's an eighties TV show, yeah, yeah. So like uh, like the someone's playing classical instruments, but like they just edited it into the show with some synth there, so that would feel modern. Uh, and the camera pans around the inside of the uh, of the gala at um, at BU, and we're we're looking at this huge hall with uh tons of tables and um a big stage at the end where where the the go ahead sorry i had i had an awesome idea about the musicians oh sure right instead like the it's the synth isn't edited in it's they're all playing instruments that are made out of the magic light like hard light instruments mm, mm-hmm, Ooh, so they just yeah, sound like that yeah yeah, yeah. Good nice. world i like it so yeah, so they're they're playing these like magical conjured instruments that are generating this sort of reverb and giving us that that eighty synth vibe, um, 
and we're panning around. We see everyone in like really fancy clothes. Like everyone's wearing, uh, 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 you know, black tie event kind of attire. And, um, but like all of the, all of the angles are, are too big. Like the lapels are too big. The shoulders are too big. Um, the the pants are too baggy right? because the hell it's the you 80s. say they're the perfect size. Yes, sorry the the they're the perfect bigness. Um, Can I cheat and just have Wonder Woman's outfit from 1984? <laughs> Can I just sure. cheat? <laughs> it's not period. It's not period, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Totally. Uh. So. So yeah. So we pan around, and I who who do we see first at the gala? Kaz is looking very uncomfortable mm. in something that their mother made them wear, which is a hot pink taffeta ball gown with a pointed front waistline, sweetheart neckline, and the big leg of mutton poofy sleeves. But they have put their jacket with all of their buttons and chains over the top of the ball gown and they are wearing chucks. I love it. And pearls. Nice. They will now and forever be the duck. (laughs) 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 Um, Nice. So they're, they're I love the idea of the, the jacket because you've got those big poofy sleeves. The jacket sleeves look like you're super ripped. You're like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're like, did they put a bodybuilder in that dress? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think I think we definitely see like someone giving you a side eye. Like someone's just like, what are they doing here? Like, and people sort of like scooting away a little bit from the person, in, you know, not in the proper attire. Uh. <laughs> And uh, what do you what is what is Kaz doing? Uh, I think they're hanging out like right out front, like in the smoking area, mm-hmm. just like sup, <laughs> but like in German. It's the eighties. They'd probably be able to smoke anywhere. Oh yeah, I'm yeah yeah. I'm, we feel old. Uh- <laughs> so they're just they're smoking in the corner. Yeah, um, they don't they don't smoke very often. Um, most mostly when they are forced to wear something super femme, nice. um, because they want because it, it makes them feel a little more mask. Got um, it. So that's awesome. So we we see you light up, um, and uh, we it like pans over uh, to who who do we see next in the in the gala? I feel like Audrey and Neil Junior, who are there actually as invita- invited guests. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea how Kaz got in. We're going to find out later, I assume. Yeah, we'll find out. And they are, um, oh, okay. This is this pain. This hurts, this hurts me to describe it. Um, they are going through. Uh, they are they are dancing, and it is. Um, if you've ever seen kids who have been taught to dance when they're little <laughs> for like a PE course or like for like Deb training shit or cotillion shit. It's that, like, really uncomfortable-looking, uh, like, dancing, because it's still formal. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, I, I've, I've changed my mind. We're going 80s, slightly off-shoulder dress with the two-tier skirt, because one of those can get ripped yes! if you need to run. Uh, and there are big satin roses on it. Nice. Hips and shoulders, you know. I'm, I was just looking at, pit, at photos now, like, oh, no, I love this way more. 
Uh, Neil is certainly wearing one of his dad's tuxes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so it, it's panning through, and so we have we see all the people dancing, and they're it's it they're dancing to the like synth uh, classical music that's happening. Um, this like synth waltz, and uh, who do we see next as it pans around the room? I think, uh, unless you're ready to jump in, okay. Uh, I, I think- like the smile Joe has. Yeah. Yeah. I love the smile Joe has. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Joe's he, he's got, please proceed. Yeah. Always let Joe go last. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's fair. Yeah, because then all of us have taken our actions and we can't do anything to stop whatever. About to happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're not wrong, and that's why it's perfect. Uh, okay, so um, I think Harold is in. And he is just really beautifully dancing with some random older woman that we've never seen before in the show. But it's somebody that Harold like managed to charm on the way in to get in. <laughs> like random strange. Yeah, just like uh but he is wearing now. I'm going to just tell the audience to Google this because it has to be seen. Can, can the woman be the Dean's wife a la Animal House? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like he was, the Dean was probably already inside. She was like arriving and all alone and Harold just kind of swept in and was like, <laughs> pardon me, you look you like you need an escort. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, so if you search on the internet in the year 2012, Prada did a men's fashion line that was all like Victorian Edwardian steampunky. (laughs) And they did a celebrity photo shoot with Willem Dafoe in it and Gary Oldman. Look at it, and you will just... Yeah. Uh, Like, before we started the show, I was telling Joe, like, there are certain times in my life where I wish that, A, I had an unlimited budget to buy clothes, and B, I was actually in shape to wear these clothes. (laughs) Uh, But but, uh, they're so good. I am Uh, super fucking into this. Yes. Willem Dafoe and who else? Gary Oldman. Oldman. Uh, I'm putting the link in chat. Okay, which which one of these are you wearing? Uh, Well... So here's the thing. It's it's going to start off in the Gary Oldman red coat with the fur collar. Um, and then we'll see where the okay. night ends up. Oh, okay. dear. Very good. Because that's, that's an outer layer. Obviously, there's something under it. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so I, I will also put this image on Twitter for anybody that would like to check it out. It's so fancy. It's, so it's a um, lot, guys. It's a lot. <laughs> It really is. In a and good way, but it's a lot. This, it's line, this line that's very like mask of femme, femme mask, that this is my gender right here. This is <laughs> Whatever this is, it's my gender now. Yes. Uh, but <sighs> yeah, so like he is just, dan- and it's like, he's got like a set of like uh, gold red sunglasses hanging in the pocket and like, yeah, it's just... Oh, man just real good nice 
All right, I can't Joe. stop looking at this. I know. I'm sorry. Everybody, <laughs> take a minute. Get it out of your system. Really process it. Really take it all in. Really let that let that simmer. Yeah, let that digest. All right, now we're primed. Okay. All right. Where do we um, see Zach? I'm not sure where Zach um, is revealed to be. I, I think he's in the crowd of people, though. Erin um, is with him because she actually had, if unless I'm mistaken, I believe she, she had, had an invite. actual invite. Yeah. So he's currently escorting her, but he seems to be making it a point to uh, not be seen. He's wearing a very thick coat, and he's very obviously sweating profusely. Um, there seems to be a mustache crudely drawn on his face. It's like a like a cartoony mustache, and it looks like the marker has started to like drip, or like something's going on there. Um, underneath this very big, oversized coat, we see that he's got another outfit on underneath, and underneath that outfit is yet another outfit. Um, through the back, you, we see like a long, like like a like a tail, like um like a coat tail, like a black coat tail that's dragging behind him. But there's also, he's, he's got like a spike collar around his neck that's just tucked underneath the folds of all his clothing. Um, and he's just really sweating right now. <laughs> okay. And Aaron's cool with this. No, the, uh, she's, this, was, this was her idea. We'll find out why, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll come back and find out. Awesome. Um, so, so we see all of you like uh, in your places around the event and, um, there's, I think there's a moment when, uh, Neil senior, uh, comes up to Clara to, uh, to Audrey and, uh, and I think he, he comes up to Neil and Audrey and he says, uh, Oh, may, may I step in? Sure. And I feel like Neil will probably be very, like, confused, but sure. Like, dead. Um, but that's and, my guess. And he, uh, he, <clears throat> he, like, takes, you know, starts dancing with you. And, and he says, well, is everything in place? And then really we cut so. to all of you back at the junkyard planning for how you're going to deal with this magic ritual. <laughs> I love this. Um, so now we, now we cut to the camera uh, is like, it just like goes, it fades to black, picks up all of you in the junkyard, uh, like prepping. There's, you know, Zach's got his crazy maps on the walls. <laughs> um, probably plant, like I'm guessing you've drawn out all the maps of the, where you astrally project yeah. into yeah. the place so they know where everything is. Um, yeah, you can now feel free to plan your attack. I feel like we need a timer because we spent a lot of time planning things. Uh, I'll interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we doing the... Can we add our things yeah. that we know? Yeah, you guys can okay. flash back to stuff, uh, introduce stuff, all good. There, there's a flashback to a conversation between Kaz and their mom um, where uh, it, it's it's all done kind of through montages and things and, and just little clips. But um, uh, Kaz is, is saying to their mom, t- telling them about what's going on. 
Um, and their mom says, well, you realize I have to call them now. And Kaz is like, oh, no, don't. But, um, uh, but, but, and that's, can we leave it there or do I need yeah, to say yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what? So, so we know, so we know that, uh, that Kaz, so the audience knows that Kaz called their mom and their mom said, now I have to bring them in. Do we know who them is or do we find that out later? I think we find that out later. So it can be like a, whoa, reveal. Okay. Okay, so we know that like Kaz has called. Game moment. <laughs> Kaz has called for backup. Uh, what's uh, so? Yeah, so I think I think we're just. Why don't you just give me the first part of your plan, uh, and then we'll cut back to that happening, and then as uh, we need so the next part of the plan, we'll cut back to planning again. What is the first part of our plan? Get in the sh- in the party. Because I remember what the plan was last week, but then we changed the plan. <laughs> yeah, the plan. So you have I to think, tell me. I have no idea what your plan is. <laughs> no, I. I think the yeah, plan think, is get in and out. Out chant out, them. Out. Out party them. them basically. Yeah, yeah out partying yeah. them. Is that the is that the plan? Yeah. Yes. Bring the energy. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. That's what you would like to try. That is totally. Something I think. You could try well, to we do. can. I. I think we can have a quick scene of like. I. Like maybe Zach brings up the point of like. Like he lays out everything that he saw in the astral projection. He maps out all the places and he's like, going in direct is not going to work. Um, And they're buried really deep behind this chamber and I can't see past their defenses in my astral form. So there's got to be some heavy stuff going on there. Well, we cannot fight dark with dark. We have to fight it with light. We need to out party these guys. Whatever ritual they're doing, we need to do a louder one. So right. would you would you say that having more help would be good? I think we need to throw the biggest party this city's ever seen. Yeah, I need to make a phone call. And that's that's when we get Kaz going off. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. so are we just are we just inviting everybody to crash this party? I think we are, but yes. like. In the best way. Um, yes. There is a there is a shot of. Uh, by the way, this song now is "Hit Me with Your Best Shot." But okay. <laughs> at least, unless someone wants to change it, this is what I've got. That's good. No, no, no um, this is your moment. Do it. Uh, Audrey is printing. You see Audrey doing uh, like Audrey. Audrey printing out flyers on the school, uh, like in the library at the school, and they are crudely made. Um, they're crudely made um, party flyers mm-hmm. and then Audrey and anyone who else wants to come going to the mall with the other cheerleaders and just scattering these party flyers all over are these, the mall are these Kaimu? yes this is, no, this is the sorority this is, all, this is the cheerleaders this is the sororities and uh, there's a shot from below as multicolored party flyers come fluttering down from the top of the mall. Nice. Awesome. Um, so, okay. So cool. So we see, we see that like flying down. Uh, what's Harold up to? Hmm. I think Harold is gonna just go out to his car and open up the glove box and pull out the stereotypical little black book 
and just go to walk over to a payphone with a whole roll of dimes and just <laughs> start calling. Just calling it, everybody he's ever met and spent any time with in any capacity. Can, can I uh, throw a pitch? Um, can yeah. Harold use Zach's uh, personal uh, telephone line pole capsule for that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot you made that. I forgot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will totally not spend $150 in dime. <laughs> That's cool. Charge nice. it to the city. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Breaking rules to right injustices. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, okay, cool. So we see we see everyone basically calling in the cavalry in their own way. Uh, did we see what... I don't... What's Zach doing? What's Zach bringing to the um, There's a few key things Zach's going to do first. He's, he's going to have some conversations with Aaron um, because Aaron's going to make some calls to the agency and local authorities who deal with temptation and darkness and stuff and let them know, like, there's something going on. Okay. Um, the next thing is he makes it a point to, to um, tell Aaron to not let him forget about the tape recorder. Everything depends on the tape recorder. It all hinges around the tape recorder. Don't let me forget the tape recorder, because if I don't have the tape recorder, everything goes out the window. Um, and he's got post-it notes. He's written it on his palms. He's got, um, he's got a, a small tape recorder, and it's um, on, the, on the table in the office at the scrapyard. Okay. Um, and the the next action he takes is he's we see him in the Elko music department uh wing. He's walking around, he's in some kind of disguise. Uh he's got a you know, a rich mustache and he's walking around and he's just kind of like pointing at uh musical instruments and he's making all kinds of guffaws and writing some kind of checklist and somebody comes in and says, Can I help you, sir? And he says, yes, I'm Mr. Belvedere, and uh, I'll give you $50 for all of this music equipment. You know they're going to take your funding away when they see what uh, BU's doing tonight, right? And we're going <laughs> to leave it at that for now. Okay. <laughs> all right. Can I get one last scene just to yeah. tie up this loose end? Yeah. Um, at the mall, um, one of the TIFFs and Audrey are passing out these flyers or dropping these flyers. And I think that's going to, uh, uh, Tiff realizes that the party that they're throw that Audrey's throwing is the same night as the cheer competition that Clara could, had forgot about uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Audrey <laughs> forgot about? Uh, both of us, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Listen, many things could be true. <laughs> many um, things could be true. Yeah, I think, I think she's like, what are you doing? Like, how are you, how are you throwing a party? Like, we have a competition. Oh, I forgot about that part. I quit. What? And then it's just like, <laughs> um, I think that's, it's just like cuts right there. Um, yeah. And um, so then we pick back up at the gala and um, I'm guessing there's like a commotion outside, right? Like there's, there's like a, 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 a growing roar from, from outside the gala hall. Um, and, uh, I believe that's when the doors break open and, and just 
tons of people to start like funneling into the gala. Uh, and like we see, we see like the 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 dust bunker crowd and the um, all the cheer squad is like everybody's just sort of like funneling in, filling this place. Uh, and uh, it cuts back to Neil Senior who looks at you and says, "I guess that's one way to make a distraction." Um, where, uh, I think at that point, Audrey's going to look around trying to find the rest of the crew (laughs) and we can move on to phase two. And, uh, I think before that he says, um, I'll have to get downstairs. Otherwise they'll know that I helped you, but we'll meet you down there. Whatever it is you're going to do, hurry. Uh, and he like disappears into the crowd and Neil comes back over and he's like, what were you talking to my dad? What is happening? Um, don't worry about it, sweetie. Don't, <laughs> yeah. Don't be mad. Um, when this is over, I think we need to talk. And then Audrey goes running off into the crowd looking for the rest of her friends. Nice. Um, once Neil senior disappears, um, and basically all of the baddies have gone to the ritual. Um, that's when a horde, uh, maybe like 20 or 30 uh, punk people walk into the gala speaking German because um, Kaz's mom has activated the lightborn refugee, German refugee phone tree. And so anyone who is from East or West Germany and has any kind of magical ability in the area that could get there within an hour or two has come. (laughs) And they are dressed in their punk finest. Like, I'm talking like the Liberty Spikes, but with like a satin ball gown with like doc martens and you know a tuxedo with a big frilly shirt and like a big chain the you know uh, and black eyeliner they're just they clearly do not understand what this aesthetic (laughs) was and they also clearly do not give a shit (laughs) (laughs) and as they walk in what's playing can it be a little anachronistic yeah it's Firefly by um, oh, oh, sure. Rammstein. <laughs> uh, freaking love that song. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's so that that is playing. Um, I I want it to be diegetic. So like, who is who in this crowd starts like how, like do we see them taking over the band? Like, is yes! that why Firefly? Yes. Uh, the first. Uh, thing, the first. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, uh, if you don't have something... I I have a singer, but I don't have anybody else. Uh, The the singer is the dude with the Liberty Spikes in the tux jacket with the ripped black jeans. And he just starts singing the song. He just walks onto the stage and grabs the mic. uh, Absolutely. 100%. Okay, and Um. now I'm done. <laughs> so I think we get we definitely get that scene of like the stodgy old white dude trying to like what what it, no what, you can't be in here and he's like just been getting crushed by a mob um 
and uh, like he just gets run over by like all these punks that just like push and then like he's just getting shoved back further up the thing out the door um and so these people are starting to like kind of file to the sides to get out of the way and make room in the middle but you get the sense that whoever's like the teachers here the people who are really good at magic here are not going to be super happy about their gala being crashed and so you have like some time to continue to act before like a, a, a counterattack is thrown. Um, um, Zach has two more costume pieces to justify, so <laughs> <laughs> just putting that out there. Sure, that was my whole goal tonight. <laughs> justify your costume choices. Yes. I love it. Nice. As a costume designer and a clothes horse, um, right on. Yeah, doesn't have to resolve, but that's just in case we need to throw something to that. Okay. So, uh, oh, go. Oh no, no, no. I, go ahead. It's fine. I, I, like I have, the, I have like a flashback that Harold wants to throw something else in in a minute. But it's if the chaos quality. is starting, we still have a unicorn to rescue and a ritual to upend through the power of friendship. So, um, Friendship and is magic. partying, I assume. So, um, I would suggest, I'd like to offer to the group that part two of this plan after we crash the party is splinter off to find the cult and the unicorn. Yeah. That's yeah. the thought. Oh, but we yeah. have to get this party started. Well, so, going. Okay. Uh, and that's perfect for what I want to flashback about is. Uh, when I get through all the phone calls I had to make, the last call is to Mr. Whitmore, mm. who uh, has some contacts in the recording industry. Nice. Um, sure. So that uh, I ask him if it's possible to see if he can see if Kiss is available to do a performance <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Uh, like from the side of a bus outside, you know, like they'll just pull up and it's like the fold down side stage ah! kind of a thing and, mm-hmm. and see if he can make that happen. Okay. Because we know that they go over pretty well with the Dos Bunker crowd. Yeah. Are we sure it's not ACDC so they could play Money Talk? See, I just I just had to go back to the Peter Chris. Oh, Peter Chris! Yeah, the real Peter town. Chris. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Okay, okay. No, no, Everybody Chris. knows he's around, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Nobody wants That's to why he was in town. Not okay. even Peter Chris. What, what's funny is in 1988, they actually did a big show in Schweinfurt, Germany. <laughs> That's funny. It's amazing. Nice. <laughs> Scheiß, not again. <laughs> All right, uh, so we have... We have uh, Kiss playing outside, apparently. Um, yeah, <laughs> just is because that... there's too many people coming to fit in this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so it's so... like it's like just, just turned into a music festival, right? It's like right. there's multiple stages and venues and people. And there's now Coachella. Yeah. Our hope is, at least, I feel like the plan is just to get the party to that pivotal point in every 80s movie where it can no longer be controlled. Right. No amount of crotchety old person going, what is the meaning of this, uh, is going to stop it at that point. And at some point, someone is going to, you know, pants him or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Crowd Mm -hmm. surf him out of the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we can move forward or we can bring in a phase two for Zach. Uh, whatever you, you feel like is time-wise most appropriate. Uh, sure. Does your phase two happen before or after the uh, teachers try to take control of the scene? After. Okay. So, uh, you, we get this, we get this scene of several of the teachers finally getting to, into position around the gala hall. Uh, and these big arcs of like colored light start to burst out from them. Uh, as they are like one of them, they're in their different specializations, right? Like just these auras are emanating out. Like one of them starts just making everyone around them super calm. And like another person starts like building physical barriers to guide and keep people where they need to be uh, out of like yellow magic. And then we see someone just like the planter like overgrows and starts just pulling punks into the, like into the, the Ivy that was like hung on the side, right? They're just being drug up into the walls uh, and so we see all of the teachers around, like, using their different styles of magic to sort of try to handle the mob that has broken out inside their gala. Uh, um, how do you all respond? So I'm a super nerd about electronics. Yeah. So I am going to reroute more power to the speakers to okay. make them louder. Um, and I'm also going to take the... Um, Take the mic and be like, "All right, everybody, his, we're having say go to the This is it's his gotta let me hear you make some noise." So you're you're trying to you're trying to maintain control of the gala as they are taking it away, trying to take it away from you. Yeah. So it sounds like you're rolling sway because you're yelling at the crowd to keep them amped. Yes. Uh, first off, how do you feel? What's your emotional I'm state? Kind of pumped. I'm like excited. I'm, I'm like, I, I, I'm, I, I, I am caught up in my own hype right now. Nice. Where's, where's your tempted condition? Uh, on orange. Okay. So, so hyped is like yellow. So you're still good. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. My tempted is on red. Um, oh, you're right. It is on red. Yeah. Okay. So you're good. So, uh, so yeah, you can roll yellow. No problems. Okay. Um, uh, oh, sorry. You can be yellow, no problems. So, how do you feel about trying to take control of this crowd? Uh, again, it, it's more like like my own inertia is just it's it's an internal engine that's just going. So, uh, like hopeful, like yeah, like inevitable. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so that would be yellow. Okay. So you could roll that. You just mark stress uh, and roll your D8. Okay. Uh, D10. Oh, yeah. I have it up one step. Um, and then I also roll, you said... Um, sway. Sway? Yeah. Okay, so D6. We'll see how it goes. I rolled a 7 and a 2. Okay. Uh, do you want to keep your 7? Do I want to keep my shovel? Because you can spend heart to re-roll your dice. I'm going to spend heart and re-roll. Okay. I have five hearts. Okay. What'd you get? A seven and a two. 
<laughs> do you do you want to? That's all we. No, I'm good. I'm good with my seven and my two. I got a. I, what is that? A mixed success? Yeah, so that's yeah. a mixed success, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so basically, uh, I think what happens is um, the. Well, let's see. We didn't establish the risk, so we'll we'll, we'll sort of I'll, we'll talk it out, right? So, I think the risk here is that. Um, You just want them. You want the teachers to give up, right? That's the goal. Like you, you want to maintain I want control. The, I want the crowd to 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 be keep overwhelming. The going, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I think the mixed success then is um, maybe they quiet down a little bit. No, because you you get them to keep going, right? You keep, you get them rowdy. I think the mixed success is that they are met with equal opposition. And so the teachers start getting even more like aggressive. Like the magic gets more aggressive. Um, and oh, you know what? A cone of silence hits the stage, and so the music goes out because we mm-hmm. know that you can use a cone, make a cone of silence spell. And so one mm-hmm. of the teachers hits the whole stage with a cone of silence. Um, it's a mixed success, so I think you know who it is. Like, you can see one of the teachers off in the distance uh, who's, like, like a beam of blue light is just, like, blasting from them to the stage. And, like, no noise is happening. Like, they're just, like, canceling it out, creating some auto, you know, opposite illusion sound. Uh, and so, you know who it is, but the right now there is the condition on the stage uh, silent. Yeah, we all know as I say, we all know how Audrey would solve that problem, but if anyone else has a better solution that I'm, isn't tackling an adult, my little my little shoulder shoulder light is going to go zoom and be like, "Ha! I'm in your face! I'm in your face!" What's in Audrey's? No, no, no! In the teacher. Oh, no, to the teacher. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to send that. your familiar to try to mess with him? Yes. Okay. Uh, so your little yellow familiar like is buzzing around their face. Uh, how do you want to? You got to roll if you want to try to clear that condition uh, for the like from the stage. Okay, what so, am I going to roll for that? Uh, you're probably rolling. I mean, it sounds like you are trying to distract them with like a bright light. So maybe yeah. glam, or you could use mental because it's your familiar. Yeah, I will do that. So, and then do I get? Um, uh, do I get an emotion or do I just roll glam? I think you're going to need to roll yellow here because you're using your your little yellow familiar. Okay. Actually, so you have two colors on your familiar, right? I sure do. So you could roll the other one if you want, since you already. I'm going to roll the other yellow. one. Yeah, I'm going to roll the other one. Um, so that's a D4 and a D10 to like tell your familiar to go solve this problem. I got a one and a three. <laughs> do you want to do you want to keep that i have a i have a reason why yeah i'll keep it okay let's keep it <laughs> um so your magic fails you the the light the happiness that um, you should be able to call on the 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 may the the abilities gifted to you by by magus are are dimmed and 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 too far out of reach but the darkness 
is there and it asks if you need help. I think they are going to save that for peril. Mm. I don't, I think, I think they have enough trust in the situation right now because they're, there's, they've still got their whole team with them. I think they're, I think they're going to, they're going to say, I am not quoting a president. Um, I'm not going to say stand back and stand by. Um, uh, Yeah, no. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say, stick around. I might need Uh, you later. Okay. So, so you get the sense that there's like the, this, this darkness that's within you is available to you. Should you need it? Uh, but your your familiar is is ineffectual in uh, getting the teacher to stop. It's just too dim and not bright. Like it 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 can't really effectively do what it wanted to. Um, but we see uh, we pan around and it sounded like Audrey had something they wanted to attempt. I mean, again, we all know how Audrey would solve the situation, and it's not the most erudite of solutions to any kind of problem. <laughs> uh, Zach uh, can can burn one of his costume choices for this if you want. I think I will let Zach burn a costume choice. Yes! Because, again, Audrey has two modes of interacting with the world. (laughs) Smash. Smash and no feel. Yeah. Smash and no feels. So how does a costume solve this problem? Um, uh, So Zach takes off the the big overcoat, and uh, he's now... You know, the, the, the drawn-on mustache is still kind of there, but it's different now. It's kind of drooped down. Um, and he's, he's now wearing um, like a formal-ish, like a conductor's suit. And there's like a tail and it's fancy, but he's still like tucking like the spikes and other things underneath this outfit. Um, he walks up to kind of the, the area where the, the BU band and the orchestra is. And he kind of like starts like a very sharp gesture, like as if he's about to conduct and he just booms out with his voice. I told you, I told you those community college kids are coming after our funding. Now we have to show them we know what music really is. And uh, he starts conducting them to play an orchestral synth version of Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. (laughs) Okay. I, I'm yeah. willing to roll all the sway I need to roll for this. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, you definitely got to roll yeah. sway. Okay. Okay, Zach. Okay, okay, Zach. Okay, okay, Zach. Zach, okay. <laughs> so we're establishing that the the punk band is a separate area of the room, and it is being silenced. But the the normal orchestral band is still there, and so we we're seats. taking yeah. control of that one. Which is not silenced. I need y'all to know that there is a vitamin string quartet cover of Time After Time. <laughs> I what? got a 10. Uh, no, not a. Uh, well, hold on. I got two eights, so my D8 explodes. Let me see what happens yeah. with. Uh, 10. Yeah, this is mine. Okay. Uh, well, an 8 plus is a success. You do that. You convince <laughs> them to start singing or start playing uh, Time After Time. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely like a couple of people in the orchestra 
that are like, I told you, we have to start playing to the kids. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like super into it. Um, And so they're like, fine. And they, 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 they get into it and they start playing uh, this like synth version of time after time, which is not a very amped song. It's so it's a calmer song. Um, Uh, In my mind, I think like there's the, the hard light, violin string section that comes in and it's very violin to start with. It's like a orchestral mm. version, like remix. And then, but it's because of the instruments, it sounds synthy. Yeah. Kind of a, yeah. So, so this like synth violin comes in and the, the, the kids that are not clearly the punk kids who were just here to sing fire fry are, uh, um, <laughs> Are, are like getting into this. And so they're starting to like the BU kids are like, Oh hell yeah, this is it. And they're like starting to dance. And I think they're slowly overwhelming the, the, the teachers. Like they're the, the, they still have not lost control. Like you're still battling for control of this scene. Um, so I don't think anyone is currently in control. Uh, and so it's, it's a bit of a madhouse, but they are still acting and trying to stop things. So does anyone um, else have anything they want to? Okay. Uh, I've got a plan. I just, Oh, finish, I just got to cap this off very quickly. Yeah. Uh, Zach is conducting in a very manic, uh, fast paced way, just waving seemingly randomly, but very passionately. Um, and he's profusely sweating now. And so that's why his mustache is actually wearing away. He's no longer got the benefit of that costume. Nice. <laughs> to keep it honest. Keep it yeah. honest. Who was that? <laughs> who was that comedian that did the whole shtick as a conductor, but he was on like a trampoline? Oh yeah. And like, so yeah. he would like fall over like with the music, and then like write himself back. He was in super shape. <laughs> um, oh man! I, now I gotta figure that out later when it's not my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Do, what do we see Harold doing? All right. Uh, so Harold has a plan. That's why he's got the sunglasses. They looked red because they were in front of the red coat, but they're actually sort of a deep orange. Mm. And he's going to put them on and use them to focus because orange being the perfect opposite color of blue, he's going to focus all of his blue magic to make like 80s cyberpunk goggles on all those teachers. Okay. But out of blue blue magic, so they get to see what Harold wants them to see. Okay, that's awesome. So, nice. like, all the partiers are unaffected, but these people that are trying to stop things, like, they're gonna all be like, "Oh, it worked! They all went home." Uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, to see that's, here. that sounds awesome. Give it a shot. Uh, so, I think- mental. I guess the risk here is probably you're straining yourself because of like this is a lot of people you're trying to put glasses on. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So uh, maybe like an emotional condition if you overwhelm yourself. Sure, sure. Uh, so it would be mental and blue for blue magic, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lucky, lucky. Damn lucky, it, lucky. Joe! I have time after time in my head. <laughs> This is why I play this game. I wrote a Spotify whole set list for tonight, y'all. I got, I got plenty more. <laughs> yeah. All right. Everything's handled because I got a thirteen. Oh, oh, damn. So that's a that's a twelve Fuck. plus. So not only do they, so that's uh, 
you you basically you take control of the scene. That's enough conditions between every, everything everybody's done to to take over the scene. So they are they all stop doing what they're doing because they see what. Uh, I think they see like like security come in and clear out all the partiers and leave like the people that are supposed to be there. So like they're hearing the time after time because that's the right group that's playing. Mm-hmm. But like everybody's just dancing to that calmly again. Uh, but yeah, so they they like they think there's still a party going on, but it's just back to the way it's supposed to be. It's not a not an invasion, not a razor. Nice. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think periodically throughout the rest of the scene, we see them like interacting with people. Like, oh, it's so nice to see you, but they're talking to like some creepy goth guy <laughs> in like a big, yes. like some you know lurch looking <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> um, awesome. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so you you have a raucous party. Uh, what? Uh, how are you going to turn that into something that's going to help you disrupt the darkness? Uh, so, I think I think this cuts back to the planning scene. Uh, and so we cut back and we see some, you know, somebody's like, okay, sure, we got a party, but how are we going to do the thing? And then like, what, so what's, what's your plan? How are you actually going to turn this into something that counters the magical wards that surround this ritual? I have a thought, but it's more about how to organize, how to organize the energy, not how to disrupt the wards. So I think my plan is phase three. Okay. Unless I can present it now as our phase two, which is we need Joe's band. Oh, we need Zach's band. I was going to pitch Zach. Uh, so, uh, well, let's share what you got. Cause I, I, I think we came up with the same for... plan is honestly what it was, uh, which is we get, we get Zach's band. We are not unicorn. Uh, we are not unicorns. We are not unicorns. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. To play. And they've written a special song. And that song has really easy to remember words. And this we get the, the song whole... that never ends. And we get the whole crowd to sing on, sing along with the chorus of this really easy to remember and particularly long song, I hope, or at least long enough to make this thing work. Um, and basically it is full, like, if, if we can get everyone in the, in the crowd to sing along with you, with us, um, it is like an incantation or something that will help either break the barrier or stop the ritual entirely. I had... Almost the exact same idea, <laughs> uh, but Dave, did you have a? I just, I just want to throw out there: can it be something a little bit like Freddie Mercury at Live Aid? Yes, have, right. Oh, yeah. We are yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio yeah. Gaga. Here's here's how it looked like in Joe's head. It's like scattered. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I think my idea would be to have we're not unicorns come in at the very end. The the equipment and all the stuff is already set up. Um, so we're going to take to the stage somewhere um, and we're going to have We're Not Unicorns play their rendition of If I Could Turn Back Time. But what we're trying I... to do is do like a syncopated, like, if I could turn back time, time after time, and just like create this loop like a mashup of confusion. Of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, nice. like, yeah, very just get people confused if, but, but also like jamming to both songs at the same time, but can't kind of like mm-hmm. disrupt shit kind of thing. Nice. Um, um, how Claire, uh, Claire, 
How are the unicorns helping focus this ritual? Uh oh. So um, the sorry, so uh, I hit my volume button by accident. How are the unicorns helping focus this ritual? Is that what you asked? Yeah. Um, so uh, it's um, it's people. It's not unicorns per se. Oh well, I was just going to try to bring the unicorns into the. Oh oh oh. Um. Well, they Since you uh, have that connection. <laughs> right. So they have horse the, power. They have the ability to form like a ring around the um around the the building um and kind of like focus <laughs> they're all peter chris that's why they're chris all, is outside an army of peter peter chris. Chris. um and they can like focus like a vibratory energy to try and kind of break down the wards via like like a jackhammer but like energy um okay. so they like build an echo chamber for your um magic for your, uh for your magic okay so we have we just have like this. several copies of the band Kiss just like standing <laughs> in different positions around the the thing because they can all turn into <laughs> cuz Peter's like copies. I know how to be among the humans. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all and it's also taking the form of, you know, of Kiss playing I guess rock and roll all night. I mean, that's probably the it's the one. Do the they have anything that... that talks about time? So we could like bounce into that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember if Kiss has a song that talks about time. Every time I look at you is the one that popped up. Kiss and time. Well, okay. I mean, rock and roll all night is about something about time. Um, mm-hmm. King of the nighttime world. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So we have a Kiss song playing outside that's like echoing. It's like vibing with this uh, this chant, the this incantation that's happening on the inside, uh, or at least that's the plan. Uh, so then we cut back to the to the outside of the the gala. Or wait, do, was everybody done planning for phase two? I think so. Is, are we? Well, and oh. also at some point the punksters also are magic users, so. They might okay. not be as good as us, but they can at least lend, like, lend assists and things. Yeah. Do we need them to, like, be your, like, charge slam into the gates? Yeah, there are stairs? minions. There are CS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are can, creeps. Can, uh, can Kaz and I maybe team up and try and make, like, a uh, disco floor above the ritual chamber so the people are dancing on it and it's the various light colors as they step on it. Yes! But the lights trace a sigil. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> yes! Yep. I like like those theoretical sidewalks that actually like create energy as people walk on them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. people like stamping to the music and dancing it would all kind of charge it up kind of a that's thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Since Kaz is yeah. way better at physical magic, right? So we're <laughs> and you're better at like the mental stuff. So like you, fig- yeah. you figure out what it needs to do, and I put just fucking energy into it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I think that's red. Okay, cool. 
Uh, so then we cut back. We get this scene of of the outside of like all the BU kids and like all the. Oh, go ahead. Oh no no. So like the the extra flashback to that is like that whole time I was dancing with the dean's wife. Okay. I was laying out the sigil pattern. Oh, like yeah. Kaz was watching where I was walking. So <laughs> yes. So that, yes. Like, when it's time, we can trigger it instantly. And that's, that's part amazing. of why I was trying to get the sound up is because that the sound yes. was feeding into the spell to make the floor. Nice. Okay. That's awesome. All right. So we get this, we get this like pan around of all of the different uh, bands of all the different versions of kiss around singing. <laughs> uh, we get like the whole school has shown up because there's like, you know, it, no matter where you go, Kiss is playing. So it's like this is something exciting. They're like, "Oh, awesome! They set up illusions, so everybody gets a good seat." Um, <laughs> so, so much better just than like, jumbotrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we see, like, I think it's the BU kids and the uh, like and the community kids and the Elko kids like commingling outside. Um, and back inside, we see this like the the band doing their thing and the I. I think Zach, we need you to have your band take the floor, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, hmm. Is there anything preventing us, or is the crowd pretty much under my swell? Uh, yeah, our, you guys, our... you 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 four are in control. Okay. Of the of the top floor of the gala. Okay. Um. Zach suddenly is very panicked. He's patting his pockets. He's he's looking for something very important, and he's he's freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Aaron walks up to him, gives him a little peck on the cheek, and slides something into his hand. And uh, Zach just whispers, "I love you." Oh. And she whis- she whispers back, "I know." Um, <laughs> love it. Zach uh, holds the tape player out towards the crowd and hits record. And he records a loop of all that's going on. And then he plays it back into the sound system. And he just keeps doing that, just creating layer upon layer upon layer of sound um, while the band strikes up for the rendition of um, If I Can Turn Back Time. Uh, I can roll a perform. Let's... What do you say we do this as a montage so that everybody's helping? And then it sounds yeah. like you're leading. Um, yeah. Oh, no, no, wait. Because we want we want these to be different pieces, right? So I'm okay with it being like something that we have to... It could be like an extended kind of thing, right? Where it's... This, yeah, yeah. In order to complete this ritual, we need to get so many successes or something like that, right? Like we need to inflict enough conditions to on the, the area to hmm. be able to do that. So the first one would be your perform check. So, uh, so it would be uh, glam or sway. Sway, yeah. Which I beefed up. Nice. <laughs> did you just dump all your XP into sway? Oh my god, yes, you did. I did. <laughs> I like. I was like scrolled down. And Is it a D twelve now? D ten. It's oh, a D ten. Okay. Yeah. Unless I go up to D twelve from you a. You could D- get it to a D twelve if you had the XP. Oh no. I am two. I'm, XP I'm one away. XP shy. I'm too much <laughs> yes, away so from uh, grabbing time out for no particular reason. I just like really like that as a did, skill. Did you earn XP when you uh, told uh, Aaron that you love her? Uh, I'm okay. We, 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 can, we can count that after. <laughs> okay. um, let me see. 
Uh, that was not a great roll. I'm going to burn a heart. Okay. I got two on both my die. Oof. Yeah. That's much better. I have an... Uh, it's an eight on my D10, so it doesn't explode, but it's an Yeah, eight. but that's a that's a success. So uh, no no conditions or or, or anything. You um, Sweet. inflict a condition. So what's the condition... That is contributing to this ritual. What's what's the what's the thing so, that Zach contributes? Yeah, um, I'm looking at because I have the uh, the the skill captivating from my intro to arts. Mm, yeah, so when yeah, I roll yeah. my perform uh, on a four plus, everyone stops for a second to see what I've got. On an eight plus, I can keep that attention for a while, depending on the situation. With great effect, the audience is enthralled. So I probably just have the eight plus. Um, but anyway, I, so I have their attention. Okay. Um, I'm having the, the crowd clap in unison. Um, and there's something going on where I'm overlapping the music. Um, all three songs together somehow weirdly start fitting. And there's like a trance going on in the crowd. And now we've got collaborative magic going. Nice. I'm going to say syncopation. Nice. Or syncopated magic. Yes. Okay, so we've got some syncopated magic. <laughs> the crowd and- quivers with synca <laughs> patient. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, um, what is uh, so? It sounds like we're gonna go to um, Harold and uh, and uh, Kaz last. So, what is Audrey doing to contribute to this ritual? I was going to actually use uh, have Audrey use an old sort of frowned upon, but also everyone uses a cheerleading spell that, um, sure. you know, if you, the, the, it's, it's a little, it's really common at football games. It's really common at all these kind of parties. And it's just a like connectivity and like, I don't know how to describe it, how I want to describe it, but it's like, it gets everyone together more. And everyone really excited to listen to, to um, listen to one person, or maybe a squad of people. Okay. So it would probably be a common. It's like I know I want to use yellow as an emotion because it is about hyping people up, okay. and it's sort of a like let's get on board. Um, okay. Getting people to drink the Kool Aid a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're so. you're gonna do a cheer. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But magically. Nice. Okay. And it just, it's just, uh, full, uh, and it would just be, um, so wait, what am I rolling for this? Uh, well, if you're cheering, then it's probably sway if you're trying to convince them to do something, or glam if you are just being. It's the same spell. It's the same dice for that, so I'm rolling two sixes. Uh, and then, yeah, and then probably yellow for your. Motion, and she's going to get on the stage and take the mic and sort of help start, or not take the mic, but she's going to get on the stage and sort of start leading the clapping, you know, the way you would do if you were in a band and you oh, wait. Uh, quite had to guide people in clapping. So, which so it actually wouldn't be. I, I'm I'm wrong. It would be indigo. Would be the the thing you'd have to roll to convince people to think it's a certain thing. Oh, because it's an enchantment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't just like aggro the hype. So, so if you're if it's a spell, then it'd be uh, indigo. If it's just you being like 
leading a like, crowd? I think it's gonna. I think it would be more likely to be yellow if she's just okay. using something that it. Because I feel like a full-on spell is kind of not a nice thing to do to a mass group of people without the permission. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so just roll yellow. Just rolling yellow for how she feels about it. Oh god! I would like to burn a heart. Yeah, because <laughs> that was a three into one. Hearts burn bright. Oh man! There we go. I got a seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you do you you do what you wanted to do. You get them to uh, act in unison or to follow someone's orders, which I'm in this case, I'm guessing are Zach's. Yeah, they are eating out of Zach's hands from now on. Okay, so so you are you are cheer squatting for Zach. So, um, I think, uh, so we need to give you a condition, uh, or have some sort of setback there. Oh, man. Um, what's a good, what's a good condition there? Uh, oh, you, um, you quit cheer, but you just did a cheer. Oh, man. Um, so, uh, I think you are regretful. Yeah, sure, for Clint. Yeah. I uh, want yeah. some graduation goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so you, you're feeling a little remorseful uh, for, uh, for dropping out of... Uh, out of uh, also, can we establish that the Wicked Star, a scar, is wicked now, so it's no longer a phys- physical condition? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> However, you can see it in the dress, uh, in the dress she's wearing. It's that big scar on her shoulder from getting mauled. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool. I, I cleared the, the electrical burn condition. Cause Cause like, it's a wicked scar now. Yeah, it's healed at this point. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been long enough. Um, okay, so, and then what's the condition we want to inflict on these people? Uh, is it like all eyes on Zach? Yeah, I think so. Or like... Uh, all hyped up. I don't know. Like, super hype. Okay. Get with the party. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we just have hype. Um, okay. So then how do, uh, how do Harold and Kaz take this ritual home? Well, I... Like, this is our dance floor bit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm a person who's been in the room for the last ten minutes, and I'll fill in. Oh yeah, well, this, is, this, this is just the idea with the the disco floor light show thing that we had before. So okay. we're going to make that work. The uh, line dance, my friends. Is that it? Is we that how we have to activate it? We well, have to we, dance. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, we have to dance. I, I mean. Like having the crowd do choreography feels like feels like this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just suddenly the crowd knows choreography. It's, mm-hmm. it's that scene from A Knight's Tale. Yeah, and it's like, um, if if I could turn back time after time, yep. if I could turn back time after time. <laughs> oh my god! Nice. You know what? That's that's even more perfect because uh, I I found uh, 
the watch that Harold's wearing. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's there's it's freaking gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> a, it's uh, a uh, rose gold with a diamond border. Uh, Patek Philippe from 1988, um, which is just fabulous. And I will again put that image up on the Twitters. Yeah. Uh, but um, so, like, I think he takes it off and the diamonds catch the light of the magic. Mm-hmm. Like, he, oh, this is the perfect time. Yeah, yeah. So he takes off the red coat to start the dance. Uh, and then I will also... he like throws it off though. Well, yeah, yeah. It has to be tear away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's just to open and then like the shrug off, right? Like just leave it in a pool on the floor. Harold <laughs> got a two hundred thousand dollar watch. Sure. Because yeah. that's my money. money. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's got that black card. Listen, nobody put a price tag limit on that power, and so I'm using. <laughs> So that's the one time you get to use it this se- this <laughs> session. I got a two hundred thousand dollar watch, and you can't stop me. <laughs> Listen, be- rich is a superpower. Yeah, yeah, for sure. it's true. That's Batman proves that, and it's even better when it's somebody else's money. So come on, <laughs> we're so. saving the world. It does not come with. It's priceless. Yeah, yeah. he can have the watch back later. Um, but, uh, I don't think he wants the watch back, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, maybe but it's just a rental, like, but do he like the booty? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, so he shrugs off the, the coat and switches into the, uh, Oh, it's, it's, Sort of a very tight-fitting, all-white tuxedo jacket with, uh, like, almost like a footman's jacket uh, underneath. Um, But, like, it's just, like, after the red coat disappeared, it unveils the fact that everything he's wearing is all white, right? Um and I don't think we've ever seen Harold in white. Like even Audrey yeah. as kids, like Harold was like a little goth kid. Yeah, yeah. but think of like the <laughs> twins from this ma- from this first <laughs> Matrix sequel, like yeah. that kind of all white. Yeah, he's, he's Harold right. the White. He comes to us now at the turn of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking, Joe. <laughs> awesome. Uh. Yeah, um, I, I have to find that picture again. But anyway, uh, so then, uh, like, the watch catches the light when he starts to do the time after time choreography in front of everybody. Can't like, we're doing this. just doing it slow enough that the crowd can catch on to what's happening. So, like, he's just pushing out the, like, I guess it's just pushing out glam. Like, yeah. I don't know what type of magic that would be, but, like,. So it sounds like you two are working together, right? Yes. So does one of you want to be the helping person and the other one rolls to like control the power of the spell? He's got the he's got the brains, I'm just the battery. Okay, so it sounds like glam you're rolling glam, Dave, for sure. Okay. Uh 
And it sounds like, Claire, you're rolling blue if you're helping, if you're the battery. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then uh, probably the same for Dave. You're probably rolling blue as well. This sounds like illusion magic, right? Okay. Does that um, make sense to everybody? Yes. Okay. Can it be... Uh, can I do yellow instead? So yellow Just, magic is conjuration, but if yeah. you're not actually... Well, if I'm doing glam, can I do yellow as like my emotion, like the just the the happiness, the joy of so, being fabulous? Yeah, yeah, I think so because uh, because only because uh, Kaz is providing the juice for the spell. Yeah, so like they're providing the, the magic, magic heavy lifter, for and sure. you're just yeah. directing it with your glam. Okay. All right. Let's see. Lucky, lucky, lucky. So, Kaz, you roll blue as well, and then uh, you you all get to keep the best of the three dice. Okay. Um, and this gets any of the benefits you would get from your wave affinity and all that stuff. Okay, right. Clear. So, seven is a partial success, right? Yes. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> No, you know what? I got enough heart. I'll use a heart. <laughs> I'll try. I got a three. Excuse me. Oh, trouble in River City, my friend. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm spending a heart and re-rolling. Okay. Twelve. Oh what? Oh oh. <laughs> I got. Oh. I have a D eight, and my eight exploded. Then I rolled a four. That was worth it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so I upgraded to a nine, but I think that's still partial success. Uh, nine would be a full success, but a twelve is oh. great effect. Okay, so you get you can keep the twelve and get your great effect. Um, oh, okay. So between the two of you, you are able to do what you wanted and more. Um, so tell me, tell me what it looks like. Like describe the scene as you break down the barriers of the dark magic wards that are below this structure. Do they have illusions up? Like, do illusions kind of disintegrate around us to see, like, a seedy underbelly of this place that we're in? I don't think like so. Because it's down. Yeah, because that's down below. I, I, I will tell you what's going to happen when the wards fall. Uh, or I, I'll, I'll, I have an idea for what happens when the wards fall. I just want to know what the scene looks like up to that point. Um, I mean, it's like the Live Aid thing where people are just like, do, 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 do. like yeah. they're just doing that ad nauseum, and like it's it's slowly turning into like a Woodstock, vaguely orgy ish, but not quite. Like <laughs> people people feel like they're on E, but they're not. Like so, we start getting that like. Uh, the lights blur. We get a we get light bl- motion blur on all the yeah, lights. Yeah, and, and there's like and anybody that's got like a familiar at all or can produce any kind of visual magic. There's just like these little like trailing sparkles flying through the air everywhere, and it looks like just it, it like people should be doing this. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. 
<laughs> I I want to say that like the dance routine I do, it focuses around time and the watch, but it's like a goth version of the Macarena, right? <laughs> Like it's just Love that thing that's it. gonna it's gonna oh, no. catch on and roll out to the the masses. So like it's gonna be that thing that everybody knows, but nobody wants to admit they know. <laughs> like, hey, uh, goth arena, I. <laughs> oh my god! It's so, so upsetting. Uh, like as that happens, but like everybody's also stomping their feet in time. Mm-hmm. So like it actually starts to shake the building a little bit because there's it's- enough people. And, like, everybody stomping at the same moment is now creating that sort of harmonic shake. So I think that the magic flowing through that is what kind of breaks down the wards. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like, and, like, everybody um, gets into it enough, and then, like, Harold slips off to the side. Like, after everybody's doing it and knows what's happening, he's like, good, good job. I think I think the camera like goes like pans up like spins around the crowd and like comes up to the roof, and so we're looking down at yeah. the dance floor and we see the sigil work that they've built by their the choreography and all of the like ambient magic that's just sort of like floating out of them and out you know out of the crowd and being like it it's bouncing off the walls echoing back and going right into the sigil work. And then the camera pushes through the floor and we see the, the, like this weird rainbow, like opalescent funnel drilling, like just smashing into these dark wards uh, and just like grinding it down. And then there's a shatter where uh, like what looks like, like glass smoke just stops and the like everything upstairs starts to like flicker and we get these like weird um dimensional rifts where suddenly it's snowing in a portion of the room and suddenly it's like real like there's just like fire just like burning in a corner of the room like just flames and it's like all these little dimensional connections have been made and the the walls between different realities have broken down as the ritual they were doing downstairs to find the right realm to pull Bastion from is let out. And it is affecting <laughs> all of the area around. Huh. Maybe those words are up for a good reason. <laughs> As you you breach the containment of the nuclear reactor downstairs. Oops. Wait, wait, wait. We're that guy from Ghostbusters. (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. Sure, Your Honor, this man has no dick. (laughs) Uh, And then and then we cut back to the planning phase to find out what you thought was gonna happen. Oh no! When we cut back, can we have Zach on the table, and and everybody's gonna be like, "If I can turn back time, and it's gonna be awesome." <laughs> yeah, and and then we we go rescue the unicorn, and and we go home, and we go to sleep because we uh, have. Yeah, and that should break down the wards, so we can just nip down, or you know, Zach can pop on in. We can grab the unicorn and pop on out. <laughs> 
Sounds sounds like a great plan. Yes, everything should go according to plan, and we shouldn't have to have any contingencies whatsoever. What we thought, of, we thought of everything. Yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts, uh, and we get like a commercial break. Um, and <laughs> and when we come back, uh, we find you all. Um, stuck in the middle of the dance floor with these like weird reality bending, uh, you know, fissures just like warping through the crowd. Uh, and like suddenly someone is, is covered in ice. And, uh, uh, I think we see, uh, uh, cherry. Is it cherry? What was the name of the, the pixie that, that, oh, Zuko, that Zook made friends with ginger, ginger. ginger. ginger we yeah. see ginger, like, fly out of one of them and like yeah. find uh find uh Zach and and she's like what the hell is going on like <laughs> screaming in his face fun fact <laughs> we broke reality we're fixing it um is there any kind of lore that Kaz might know about what is happening and how to fix it Sure. So, uh, there's certainly like... I sure hope so, because the rest of us don't have a clue. <laughs> I like it better this way. Zach's fine with this. We know, honey. Chaos babies. So, so why doesn't... Why don't you roll for Kaz, and let's see if they know maybe how to like deal with this sort of situation. Like, cool. roll mental, um, maybe? Mental? Oh. Oh, you wanted me to roll mental. All right. Watch me roll a two now. Nine! Nine! Uh, Not a zero, but a nine. uh, (laughs) Did you you succeed? Nine! Um, Nine! (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so you've you've heard of dimensional travel before and, like, rifts to other dimensions, and your friends said that they ended up in some weird winter dimension for a while. Uh, And... uh, you probably have some ideas about how Zach's power works because I think uh, I think they've taken you for a ride before. Um. So yeah, so this is this is sort of like that. You've you've breached into other realities, other dimensions, uh, and they are spilling out into your world. Um, your best bet is stop whatever's doing it. Okay, I would we like need- to. Su- I would like to suggest redirecting the unicorn situation to bubble the uh, area we're in, so that we contain any damage to that's the get- building doing. the gallus. Oh, is it? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, it's, yeah, okay, I would, just re- yeah. I would say that they're whatever they're doing would keep the keep things contained for now. Yeah, uh, within the, the area, but it's the last thing we wanted it to break out. Yeah, right. it's slowly spreading, right? Uh huh. Cool. Cool. This is this is fine. This is fine. This is I fine. think this is the phase where we go downstairs. Yeah, I think. I yeah yeah. I think we should go downstairs. I don't think we can do anything else from up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time to go downstairs and uh, so, uh, so the, do some punching. So the the camera like it cuts and it picks up down in like the hallways that we've seen before. Uh, as I think, do we want to? J- I think we just cut to. Um, 
I don't think they expected an attack because uh, the like the, who would do that? So um, we just cut to you all like getting to the top of the um, that room that I described last session, which looks kind of like the uh, the chamber from uh, uh, Captain America, where they you know they have all the like old nineteen forties computer equipment and stuff, and there's like tubes and things Ooh, yes. and a bunch of readouts and it's all that like steel gray uh yeah. you know everything is like that uh so they're it's it's like a research center down here and at the far end of it is like a big bulk door uh that zach's astral form couldn't get past because of the the wards and so we pick up with all of with you all down there but there's like stuff spilling out of other realities down here and so there are, uh, like, you see a couple of shadow creatures, like, down in the, the bottom, like, down in the pit between you and the door, uh, that have sort of, like, busted out of a darkness, a realm of darkness. Um, first thing, uh, just for uh, fun, dramatic effect, Audrey, as they get into the room, Audrey stops and tears off the bottom tier of her skirt. So it's now shorter and revealing a garter belt with the unicorn dagger or knife thing in it. And I was like, cool. Oh, I'm here can, for this. So also, I think, <laughs> I'm, can we flash back to the moment when Neil tries to come with you? Oh, fuck. Uh, this would be a bad time to break up with him, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Where are you going? We gotta get out of here. Um, I have important... Look. (laughs) And she thinks about it. You are so good at this. This is such a bad time, and I really wish I could explain, but I can't. But I honestly think that we've been drifting apart for a really long time, and I have a lot of things to deal with right now. (laughs) I have a lot of things to deal with right now, and I just... You know what? I don't want to hold you back from your life. It's not you. It's me. Um, I'm just moving in a different direction with my life, and um, I have to go save the world. Kind of. I have to go save a very small part of this world. What? Like, he's just... (laughs) I didn't plan this very well. Wait. Are you breaking up with me? Is that what just happened? And uh, she's frozen. Claire frozen. Which is, which <laughs> yeah. is perfect. Oh. I'm with fear. Oh, wait. Oh, okay, no, you're back. back. Oh, you're oh back. my God. It froze. <laughs> my, my computer's like, your internet connection's unstable. How dare you? <laughs> I'm fucking uh, unaware. Thank you. So, so he's he's like, are you breaking up with me? Is that what's happening right now? If that's what you think is best, I think we are. <laughs> what? No. No. Why would you do? We have to leave. This is. I really. I just, I don't think we're right for each other anymore, and I'm so sorry. And, like, I think that may be how she has to end it. This is like... Is, is it like I've never f- broken up with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, like, the turn and walk away where he's just standing there dumbfounded behind you as you, you all make your way into the... Um, <laughs> Well, uh, and it plays a sad do 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 do. I think it's totally the uh, like 
after that happens and Audrey goes farther down the steps, that's when Harold comes around the corner and is like, excuse me, sorry, Neil. Pats <laughs> <laughs> him on the shoulder, that's real funny, keeps going. No, <laughs> like, I don't think he knows what happened. <laughs> no. Uh, but, but he's just like, I'm off to defeat the darkness, bye. <laughs> Might want to get to safety. No time for boyfriend, I have to save the world. <laughs> Peace. You might be cute if you weren't a douchebag. <laughs> well, it would, it would, it would, it would, he wouldn't, it would be easy to break up with him if he wasn't nice half the time. It just yeah. kind of an unfortunate side effect. Yeah. Our GM decided to humanize him because he's a monster. Yeah. yeah sorry. This is the worst. Monster. <laughs> Maybe you should go make friends with Seymour. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, it leaves room for next for a later season when Neil comes back and has had a glow up. Yeah, there you or go. is evil, or is evil now. Um, well, yeah, it's like the, the dynamic man. duo of of evil is Seymour and Neil. It's all the people we've wronged. We'll create a super villain group. Um, I don't think it's do, necessarily oh, oh, oh. wrong to break up with somebody, and I don't think we should say that it is. It's yeah. not wrong to break up oh, with someone. No. It is wrong to maybe um, do it like that. Well, you know what? I will seed that for sure. Look, I realize the house is on fire, but it's just made a lot of things really clear to me. (laughs) I've had a lot of time to think now that, you know, we all might die tomorrow, and I've had a lot of time to think, and I just don't think that we are right for each other. Bye. (laughs) We might die tonight. I wouldn't save you if I had to, so uh, I've got to go. Okay, in the future, we will die. (laughs) Um, Do we see... Does... Uh, Zach, have anything to say to uh, um, it's to the reverse Aaron of the really before, sweet, like... before we get to the bottom? Okay, just like we planned, you know when to do the thing. Yeah, I okay. love you. I, I, I love I'll you always too. come back for you. <laughs> I, be careful. Uh, what is she holding so that I know what the thing is? Um, have like a thing it's more of a plan that we discussed okay she was so she's like the deus ex machina that we might need later oh sure for whatever reason (laughs) so so if zach needs the flashback and tell us how he saved everybody aaron is ready okay she's like and that's when the emergency shows up i won't i won't screw up uh she's she's doing the the uh, authorities and emergency thing right she's gonna bring in the bring in the authorities yeah when it's necessary I need you guys to know that as we were entering into phase three, Hungry Like the Wolf just came on. Nice. In the back. And like, as we were like, hey, we're going to go storm the oh, castle you're listening now. to the soundtrack? I, yeah, because I just have this on in the background. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, Spotify on in the background. Uh, so Hungry Like the Wolf is playing as uh, th- three giant shadow hounds step out from behind the equipment between you and the door. This is fine. Question for the GM. Yeah. How common is it to maybe turn into other creatures as a uh, uh, using magic? So green magic is transformation. Awesome. I haven't, I haven't had anyone try to do it yet, but I have a plan to do something really stupid. But you're gonna—I feel like you're gonna appreciate it. Um. So Audrey takes the uh, unicorn dagger and hands it to Harold. Ed goes, What am I gonna do? Okay. <laughs> you mess with the bull, you get the horns. 
I'm uh, sorry I had to do it. Just just take a heart. Just take a heart, please. And I really need it, thank you. <laughs> and I would like to use green magic yep. to turn into a giant bull. Yeah. So I can yep. take out as many of these things as I can in one go. For sure. That sounds amazing. <laughs> um, go Toros. Yeah. Go Toros. It's our school mascot. I had to do it. Yep. I said burr. <laughs> it's cold in here. Um, <laughs> I think at this point she's getting a little, she's feeling a little aggressive, but it's green magic. So yeah, you chugs a red minotaur. Uh, so that'd be a D4. Yeah, well... Yeah, it's a new scene downstairs, so I'll let you reset your emotional states. Cool. Does it's still a D4. Sense? It would have been better if I was still on yellow. And you uh, can clear any stress between from the last scene. I mean, like, I feel like she no longer is worried about being a cheerleader again. <laughs> Not that kind of stress, honey. It's a different... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what kind of physical trait is this? Oh, this is bot, I'm sure. I'm turning it. into a thing. Yeah, okay. Well, this isn't my best role, but it was worth it for that line. Isn't bot pretty good for you? My bot's, uh, she's a, she's a speed demon, not a... Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a dumb choice on my part, because she ended up being kind of a himbo. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Clara. Okay. Clara, okay. Okay, so we got a nine, but... I did crit on a D4 twice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right, cool. So a nine is a success with no complications. So oh you are attempting to attack the, the shadow hounds, which means that you succeed without taking any consequences. Tell me what it looks like. You were, so I think I'm envisioning you up on one of those, like, uh, uh, like the, where the door is a story up from the downstairs area. And you're on like that metal grating with the, the metal bars and there's like stairs down. Okay. Uh, so you could like run down the stairs. You could jump off the edge, whatever. What is, yeah. what happens? She superhero lands from the second story onto the first. Oh, impractical. It is incredibly impractical. She's doing it in a dress. Like it's, it's all kinds of terror. Like the stunt people are like scoffing in the back when this shot gets filmed. Um, <laughs> like barefoot teenager in in prom dress turns into um, <laughs> that's also the episode teaser image. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I've seen this episode of Buffy. Yeah, uh, and as she, as she like stands up for like she sort of she lands in the superhero pose, and as she stands up, she sort of melts into this bread. Like I want to call like a large bowl, and my brain it only comes up with the one from the last unicorn. I do not care. Can you be the, because we established in this world, we have Red Minotaur, which is mm-hmm. Red Bull. Are oh you my God, a version we, of that? I was going to say she looks like the statue from the, uh, from the Elko quad. Oh, yeah. apparently they have yeah, a, yeah, they yeah, have yeah, a yeah. bull statue. Hang on. Let me, let me pull up a picture and I'll put it <laughs> in this little area down here. Go ahead. Keep going. So yeah, you look like a big breast bull. And she just, uh, chart and like the and she just beelines straight for one of the like as many shadow hounds as she can get and does not actually care about uh collateral damage in the form of uh immense property damage so anything in the way is getting hit (laughs) nice uh okay so yeah so you are just destroying this place 
Yeah. Um, but in the process, you definitely take out one of these hounds. Awesome. Um, and the other two are focused on you. And you are a giant bull. Um, <laughs> and you are a giant bull. And uh, you're a bull. And, and you're, you're a, a horse. horse. And you're a horse. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what happens next? And you're Peter Chris. <laughs> uh, so she takes out the she, she took out one of the three giant di- dire shadow hands dire to, shadow to use a common parlance is she in peril uh, see, oh, no. she seems to be holding her own she is never outnumbered because she is you a warrior you need someone to be in peril that can be arranged <laughs> No, no, I just, um... Zach is out of costume options. So. Go get into some peril. Because Kaz isn't going to tap into that dark, tempted energy unless they feel that there's a threat. I so, feel like you see Audrey's in her element right now. She is literally a giant bronze bull, and she is murdering things. She's probably been needing to do this for a while. Yeah, this seems like an, a nice... She's Honestly, this is cheaper than therapy. Um, in that case, Kaz is just gonna send their little, uh, their their little familiar to like, bother, 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 to like poke at the heads of the dire wolves, the dire <laughs> hounds. Yeah. To be like, oh, you're you're a wolf. I'm a I, I'm a light body. You're a wolf. <laughs> okay. In the you way see a, that, wolf, a dog bite at a butterfly? <laughs> in the way that, like, only... And that wolf explodes. <laughs> I see Sky Reason. Okay. <laughs> sky Reason. So, so, so tell me, how. what do you want to roll to do that? I'm like, I don't want to roll anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to just say I do it and do it. Um, I guess probably... Because you're trying to, like, you're trying to hinder the wolves, right? That's the goal? Yeah, so it would either be motor because I'm trying to affect their motor, or mental because I'm using my brain. I think... I think mental's probably fine here. Okay. Um, And do I need to roll an emotion, or is it just the one roll? Uh, It is... uh, Yeah, you roll an emotion with it. Okay, where is, like, determined? Is that green? If I'm just like, hmm... I'm going to do this. Here's our bull. It's on the stream. (laughs) I have to go to the stream now. Um, Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so you're rolling mental and how do you feel about trying to uh, mess with these wolves? Where would resolute be like in green or Um, if you are at peace with this action, it'd be green. If you are feeling like, Resolve, then that's probably orange. Resolve is probably closer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one. I'll just put this up in the corner of uh, Clara's screen. Clara is a bull. Clara is a bull. And you're a horse. And you're a horse. Oops. I, I didn't have a cutout version prepped, so it's got like it's okay. stuff around. I appreciate it. Explode. Oh yeah, my six exploded twice. Nice. So uh, that'll be four. We're wasting our luck, guys. Fourteen. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's so, so I can die and get tempted later. It's fine. So uh, we're rolling so like dogs tonight. I think 
you're trying to distract them, right? Just to like keep them from mm-hmm. from attacking. So uh, I think you get both of them because you get great effect, right? Yeah. So is that that sound fair for great effect there? Yeah, and they fa- yeah, I I kind of imagine that they're like instead of paying attention to what Bull Audrey Audrey Bull Baudry is doing. <laughs> um. <laughs> Bouldry, Bouldry. I like Bouldry. Mm-hmm. Instead of paying attention to what Bouldry is doing, they're like, <laughs> you know, like trying to bite at the little sprites. That's For like- sure. So, so they're just like they're they're going they're going uh, uh, rabid at the at the the illusions that have been created. So, uh, what does what do Harold and Zach do? Or do you just Harold's watch got as, the... as Audrey finishes off these wolves? <laughs> Harold's like, hmm, that's real interesting. <laughs> uh, Harold, do you have something in mind? or I, I got think... The, you've got the dagger. Oh, damn it. I forgot the dagger. I was like, I think Harold... If you don't mind going first, I think Harold is actually a little kind of petrified for a minute. This like, is the thing, yeah. Yeah, mm. like... Uh, oh, yeah, you've got trauma about the, the he, hellhound. He didn't specifically fight one at the at the garage or whatever that was before. Um, and, like, yeah, I don't think he's ready to wait in there, but he will if he has to kind of thing. But he's probably standing on the stairs and holding the dagger and, like, you look, you know, that look of like somebody that's like psyching themselves up to do something. Like he's kind of like, just get, get in there and stab one of those damn dogs. <laughs> Come on. Like convincing himself to do it kind of a thing. Cool. Um, Zach's going to call out, Ginger, bring some heat. <laughs> and uh, he's going to, he's going to make himself a target. He's going to kite one of the the hounds away and have ginger blast it okay cool so yeah so you like run down and try to get their attention and yeah awesome uh you can probably roll sway there if you wanted to i'm sure ginger wants to do that let's see oh no I, not to convince ginger i mean to get the dog to follow you oh for the okay to make cool. the opening make- for ginger to, to do for the that. taunt yeah 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 I rolled a oh a ten on my ten. Nice. Twelve. Nice. Okay. Uh, well, that's great effect. So, uh, so yeah, you you maneuver it into just the right position. Where I'm not cheating these dice. This is like <laughs> right? uncanny how I'm rolling tonight. I hate that we're not all we're that we're not all in a room, so you can't tell that we're not cheating. <laughs> like I'll tilt the camera down. It's I, like this is crazy. Honestly, my opinion at, uh, of cheating in role playing games is like. If you need it that bad, then clearly you need it. Like, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this I is the night way, when you just need you that need win, win and you need to cheat to get it. Then, like, I mean, I'm not going to call you out because you got something going on. <laughs> That's my hot. T- that was my hot take as this well. Is, like, this is a game about telling a story, not about winning. So, like, yeah, yeah. If, if you need it, you need it. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. I'm convinced my luck is going to change, if only because I've rolled too well for this to have come. 
so far. Oh yeah, yeah. I think this ends with Audrey getting stuck in a, stuck in the form of a ball, and I'm scared. Well, one of us. And I think the it. fact that I dive into any failings when I roll badly shows yeah. I am not afraid to roll badly. Yeah. Also, I just trust all of you, so it's fine. Aww. Um. Aww. Okay. So yes, yeah, so you you definitely uh, get this uh, this hound to like move to the side enough that the you're. You're not in risk of Ginger blasting Audrey. Yeah. Uh, and so Ginger's like, oh, yeah! And, like, flame, like, fires out of, like, shoots up out of her hands. And she's just like, <clears throat> it's like this <laughs> blast of flame just, like, courses through the thing. And she's like, oh, these things come apart easy! And she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> just, like, slashing at it with these beams of fire. Uh, the place horrifying. Yeah, the... Fortunately, this place is, like, metal grating and, like, old steel, so you're okay there. But there are a few little fires that have started. Um, Also, uh, probably because uh, a lot of equipment was damaged, and so the, like, steel casing was broken open, and so, like, the interior electronics have been scorched, and they are now on fire. uh, Because the bull has been knocking stuff over and, and ripping things out of the ground. Uh, so yeah, but nobody's taking any conditions because of the 12 plus. So, uh, so yeah, so one of these things is taken out. Uh, that means there's one left. Uh, what do you do, Harold? (laughs) All right. It's the time. Uh, I think Harold is going to run in there and just almost like, not in actuality, but like emotionally, he's going like this. (laughs) <laughs> and running at it, right? Like he's just like, I don't want to see this. Just uh, like, yeah, it's like a wild ass charge down the last steps and across to this dog to try and stab it. Uh, just yeah, that's not his jammy. The mom but. in me really wants to be like, it's okay, honey, it's okay, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, but it's totally just uh, like. Oh my gosh! Uh, so would that be motor? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or, okay. Yeah. Uh, and probably, like, blue scared, right? Yeah, I would say. Face or, no, your not, fears, Harold. Yeah, yeah, face your fears. So, yeah, here we go. Uh, there it is. Well. Gonna spend a heart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what they're there for. That's the other thing we've been doing is we've been burning through heart. Yeah. Ooh, which I definitely think I got XP yeah, for well, playing the cheating squad. It doesn't go so well. Oh no! What's your final? Uh, uh, a three. Okay. That's the best I got out of all um, four ties. So seeing seeing that Harold really needs this win, is, is there any chance Zach can help position? Because like how I see it is like Harold's running blind in totally the wrong direction, and uh, it can can Zach goose the hound into the right way or chase it into the right way to be helping him? I think I think before you you gotta say you want to help before you roll. Oh okay, and I and I think. Harold is the one who's able to prevent stuff from bad from happening. So I don't want to steal that away as like the cool thing That's that, true. that the That's celestial true. gets to do, even though it means that he gets hurt. 
No, yeah. It's I, fine. It's totally fine. So, yeah, yeah. It so, totally uh, makes sense. So a three or less is like, that's like a bad a bad thing happens. So um, you're charging this thing, and uh, I think... How do you want this to play out? Do you want it to be like a fumble, or do you want it to be like you did well, but these things are just better than you? Uh, like, how do you want it to look on camera? I think it's more of choice two. Like, I don't think Harold's going to be like, "Oops, it's I tripped like a trip and I in threw the, the dagger." Yeah. yeah, like I, I think it's like uh, he gets down there, but the thing was ready. Like, because he started like this battle charge yell yeah. thing, like just coming out of the pit of his stomach, and like yeah. gave himself away. Like, if he hadn't have been all ah, then you know it would have so- been. A little stealthier, maybe, but it was yeah. ready when I got there. So, uh, so yeah, so you you charge this thing, and um, the the like the dagger just happens to just goes like a little high, right? And so it catches you, like you go to stab it, but like you're a little too far, and your weight is off, and it catches you and like bites into your midsection and like ragdolls you this way, and like you go flying into some of the shattered electronics. And okay. we see like sparks fly and Harold like land on the ground. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like Star Trek bridge mm-hmm. crew. Yeah, yeah. Danger. Yeah. Um so so I think you are uh I think I'm gonna give you well it's not it's not a crit fail, it's not snake eyes. So you're gonna take the condition um hmm. Red shirt. Re- rended. Uh as this thing like bit into you and threw you across the room. Uh, but you can spend heart to uh, resist and say like, "Oh, uh, my clothes were too cool, or whatever," and like I had <laughs> armor plating under my cool clothes or whatever, so I don't actually take the condition. I could also tell you to walk it off. <laughs> That's true. You could tell him to walk <laughs> it off later. I'm all like just giant bloody patch, and you're like, "You'll be fine. You're fine. Rub some dirt. Your in jacket's it. tight. It's gonna stop the bleed. It's fine." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll try it. I'll try an as if. Okay. Um, not that it's armored clothes, but I think that it's like it's so many layers. Oh, like it just band? got clothes. Like it couldn't get purchased mm. on your skin because there's too many. Yeah, layers yeah. Of like it caught in and yanked that as it threw me. So like instead of taking the wound part, like I still got thrown, but like. Yeah. Yeah. He's got tossed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sorry, what do I roll for that? So, okay, so you're trying to resist, so you're resisting a physical condition, so you roll bod. Uh, okay. And actually, because of the way that you've described this happening and the way that you've set up your character uh, for this whole scene, I'm going to say you can roll glam. Okay. To resist, uh, because it's your outfit that's saving you. Um, and you roll whatever emotion you think about this, how, however you feel about it. Well, I think I got to go with blue again because. Yeah. Uh, and then this will just determine how many heart it costs. Okay. Well, hold on. A twelve. Nice. Oh shit! So it costs zero heart. Oh. You sh- shrug oh, the outfit off, and you're in an even yeah. better outfit. Your your Is outfit this- saved the day. If this is right. a CW show, he's shirtless. Let's be honest; we've all seen Riverdale. Yeah, I mean, if you're okay with that for Harold, then yeah, you <laughs> I mean, totally if you're okay with that, yeah, now. yeah, no, um, 
Are you okay with me objecting Harold in my mind? That's, that's totally fine. I don't have any problem with that. I think that's one of Harold's goals in life. Uh, <laughs> is, make that make everybody do that. Like, <laughs> but like, do you need your clothes for the next scene? Is the other question. <laughs> no, no. You know what? I I think like Harold never needs his clothes. That's true. I don't. I, I don't know if it's shirtless or if I want to do the like strategically torn. Oh yeah, like you can see now. abs and like yeah, yeah, from oh, the yes. like torn silk. Oh, and like maybe like a good quad because like his pants are a little bit torn too. <laughs> for Adam, how many abs does he have? Well, <laughs> well for abs, he's he's not the Adam style like corn cob torso. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but like he's in good shape. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> it's it's less like crazy workout and more like crazy more swimmer. Got it. Mm-hmm. I uh, yeah. Cool. So okay. two abs. abs. Two, two, two long abs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh, okay, uh, so he doesn't have like the little the but 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 it's still got No, two yeah. leaf springs. Yeah. He's got two leaf springs, like his body's one yeah. big bicep. Uh, so he's eighties <laughs> cut, not yeah. two thousand ten. Yes. Cut. You know what? Yeah. Yes. Not like post Marvel Cinematic Universe cut. Oh my oh, gosh. God. Not dehydrated. Not he's not post Wolverine cut, is what you're yeah. telling me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I like that we all, we're all on the same page on this. Oh yeah, you didn't you didn't have to spend a week planning for this. Scene. You didn't have to shut down production for four hours to dehydrate your your actor. Yeah, I don't know that that's like at all. Okay, so uh, so yeah, so that happens, um, and I think we see what do, how does Audrey the bull respond? Uh, not great, friends. I think you mean Boldry. How Baldry. does Boldry handle this uh, turn of events? Um, so Audrey's like having a fun bull in a china shop sort of time, like getting their <laughs> anger out. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, she was, she's considering going into like lacrosse or like field hockey <laughs> in, after this, because yeah. like, clearly she, girl's got some aggression. Yeah. Um, but she does hear, um, Harold's war cry, if that's what you're going to call it. Yeah. 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 And, like, she, she sees this go down. Boldry sees this go down. And I think she's going to react the way you expect a bull to react to that sort of situation. And I would like to gore the uh, shadow hound, please. Yeah, yeah, please do that. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Um, what are rolling? Bod? <laughs> a uh, bod, and I want to say red at this point. Yeah, yeah, red makes sense. I... <laughs> Two sixes. I and I'm going to give you plus two because you're a big ass bull. This is her fight song. I definitely needed that. <laughs> and you're going to hear her roar. You got a seven with the plus two? With the plus two, I got a seven. See, we're not really great. Okay. No, that's cool. Um, <laughs> so. Um, That's a conditional okay. success, yeah. So you, yeah, you, 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 you trade conditions basically. Uh, so, so you take a condition, and, and this uh, shadow hand takes a condition. So you gore it, like you, you get it with like one horn, um, but no, it's able yeah, to I'm like contort itself and bite at like your other shoulder, the one that doesn't have a scar. Cool. Uh, and so it's like ripping into your other shoulder. Um, uh, but I. We haven't really talked about how transformation works, and so I'm going to say that your bull shape 
has the condition in its bod that okay, it is okay. all torn up. That's so fine. when the bull shape goes away, we'll see if that goes away or not. Copy that. And yeah, I feel like that should be a role. Like whether yeah. she can. Yeah, it definitely I think, makes. I think there's all definitely food. some fictional positioning to say that that might go away when you when you get out of your bull shape. Yeah, so, and it makes it. Yeah, it's uh, she's made of bronze or iron. Are you made of bronze or are you just oh. like a big bull? I thought that she had taken the form of the literal bull. You are a bull the, statue. The bull statue. Okay. So yeah, so there's like some torn, sheared bronze, like just it's to like keep our rating up down and, and ripped. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like meat hanging there. It's like bronze, <laughs> all all torn yeah. up. Like you can see the gouges in it. Uh, and uh, what does what does Kaz do? Um, when Kaz sees uh, Audrey getting toe up they are um they're like okay what you got to the darkness oh okay uh it's it says um show me your enemies um and kaz just like like closes their eyes and kind of pictures like the the wizards whatever the wizard gamot <laughs> the uh, pictures the the council down below and also the the remaining is there just one bull left or did we or- shadowhound shadowhound Shadow there's one yeah it's currently stuck on uh audrey's horn <laughs> okay so uh kaz is mostly f- focused on the the bad guys um but also on the um the Shadowhound. Okay. So, um... Green flame bursts from your hands. Uh, and... Courses out through the, um, the Shadowhound. Like, lancing it in half. And then crashes into the door beyond? Mm-hmm. Uh... Knocking it off the hinges. And uh, you mark uh, Tempted on... uh, You already have Tempted on red, right? Yes. So you would have to mark Tempted on another emotion. Okay. I would say probably orange, because that was very aggressive. Yeah. How close am I to being totally fucked now? What's your psych? A uh, eight. So you can you can have four of those. You'll be fine. Okay. A, a little dabble do ya. You'll be fine. Dabble <laughs> <laughs> uh, so dabble do ya. Yeah. So this like green flame fly like lashes out and blasts the door off its hinges, going through the shadow hound. Um, what what do you all do? Uh, I would like to no longer be a bull if possible before the... Actually, I might stay a bull for this. Uh, the door seems to be run. out of the way. Yeah. And um, uh, Kaz says, Nine mehr, which is German for no more. Mm. Nice. What song starts playing when you do the dark magic? 
Um. <laughs> Sorry, all I can think of is jokes. Um, <laughs> like the Batman song from from like from the Lego Movie, Darkness. <laughs> have we have we used um have we used like this corrosion yet? No, I don't think we have. Okay. So what about like yeah? What about like this corrosion as the door melts? Yeah, yeah. Nice. All, all I could think of was that uh, green jelly, three little pigs. <laughs> I don't know that one. That's that's it's definitely like, one of the joke it's, ones. <laughs> it's early nineties. Very weird, but yeah. it's so good though. All right. It is. Uh, <laughs> little pig, little pig, let me in. Oh, oh I remember now. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So the that scene cuts as the door gets melted away. Uh, how uh, is it? Boldry busting into the ritual chamber as a boy. I think that's what's going to happen. How the next. scene op- next scene opens. Okay. Yeah. So Boom, uh, baby. So what does? So uh, let me. I'll explain. I'll, I'll describe the room because Zach hasn't seen it yet. So you get in here, uh, and the I think the camera opens up inside the room. And we see, uh, we see the unicorn held in stasis. It's sort of floating, uh, like with its front hooves sort of turned as if it's almost its weight would be resting on its side, uh, but its rear hooves are, are faced towards the ground, uh, and it f- appears to be uh, unconscious or, or in s- asleep, um, and it's floating in this like green energy that's just siphoning up into the roof. There are uh, these pillars with sigil work all like covered on them, but they're made out of like materials you would have in the 40s. So it's like uh, steel and uh, different like marble plating, like mar- or marble covering, right? Uh, where the sigil work is is carved into, um, and all around there's there's a, a circular area, but it's still grating. Um, and below there is like a big pad of marble that has more sigil work into it. Uh, and so this whole thing is a focusing chamber for dark magic. Uh, clearly what they used like back when they were uncovering how dark magic worked. Yes. Is the color of green, the same color as the flame that just came out of Kaz? Yes. Yeah. They are sinking down to the ground and in a dissociative fugue. Okay. That's fine. This is okay. fine. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a sickly green like like what they use when they want to show like a toxic disaster color. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of that toxic like avenger green. green. Secrets yeah. of the ooze. Yeah, secrets of the ooze <laughs> lime lime green with like Dark, uh, dark, shadowy, like wisps, sort of floating through it. Dave, how dare! Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm and, in this picture and I don't like it. <laughs> and they're they're all circle, like they're in a circle, and it appears that um, their their chant is not working super efficiently. Like someone is not putting in everything they need to put in. Yeah, Neil Senior. 
Sorry, um, I broke up with your son. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and but like at the at the head at the opposite side from where you are all enter, we see Frederick Larson with his uh, robe, you know, thrown back, and his face looks mad. Um, his like eyes are gaunt. The green light is like giving him this almost like uh, cartoonish look to his face, um, like a wicked witch kind of look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And and as as he's chanting and the like the swirling energy is like pulsing off of the unicorn. Uh we see Boldry bust through the smaller little interior door uh and it like goes flying and w- embeds itself into one of the pillars. Uh what do you do? Uh sidebar, has anyone read the Animorphs? I have not. Thank you. I, I just need to know that now. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It was a children's series from like my childhood, and <laughs> I realized this character, Audrey. I'm pl- I'm playing almost exactly like one of the leads from that. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying very hard not to repeat how that story ends for her. Oh no! Okay? Yeah, I do not know how the animorphs oh, work. No. It's a good series. It's just a bunch of books, so I don't <laughs> recommend catching up. Um, cool, 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 cool. Uh, I don't think, I don't suppose uh, just charging into the circle with the people chanting would stop them from chanting, would it? Zach takes his tape recorder, flips the volume all the way up, and plays back the recording that he's been collecting from the people up top Mm. to try to interrupt and just be annoying. Okay. Yeah. Um... Do we, is that like something you want to roll for or is that sure. uh, like a help action? For yeah. Else? Yeah. I mean, um, well, uh, either to help or to inf- maybe start inflicting a condition to start wearing away at what they're doing. Yeah. I yeah. think that uh, Zach should definitely go first. Cause again, we all know how Audrey's going to interact with the situation. She's literally a bull. Yeah. She's literally a bull. <laughs> I, she yeah. has two modes now. I should have described it as China, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, what? Go ahead, Zach. Um, yeah. How do you want to do that? I'm going. I want to infuse it so that it's not just playing from a little tape recorder. Like I want it to sound much bigger than it normally would be. So it, that's probably yeah. a conjuration. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I'm Magic feeling, boombox. Yeah. I'm feeling optimistic, actually, so that works very well. Cool. Um, and that's mental. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not great. Uh, I'm going to burn a heart. Okay. Two twos. Uh, six explode uh, into a ten. Oh wow! Okay, so uh, so that's no no consequences, and you you do it. So um, I this sounds like you are like putting a condition on the scene that's hindering the ritual. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's probably like screwing up their chanting, right? Like the yeah. I think I think it's now it's a loop of um, if I can turn back time and um, time after time, just it should create like a disorienting, maddening. Let's, let's call it time warp. Distortion. 
Let's do the time warp. Yeah. I was just about to say, let's do the time warp again. So, so yeah, so we've we've got a time warp happening that's that's warping their chance, or it, or it could be uh, turn back time and time again, or or turn back time after time. Sure, you can say that. Turn back time after time. Okay, so we've got we've got a condition on the scene that's like hindering their chanting, and so they're they're still trying to chant, but it's obviously the the ritual, like the green uh, thing that's holding the unicorn in stasis, wobbles. Right, like it, it shudders, um, as if it's not holding the unicorn. It, like you can see that the unicorn like is fighting back, but like through energy alone. Like there's a every so often there's like a little burst of pearlescent light that sort of like blasts out the side of this stasis field that they've built. Uh, I think we go. Um, I think we cut into uh, like a close up shot of Kaz. Um, and, uh, there's a shadowy figure. Let me know if you're okay with this, but a shadowy figure steps in front of Kaz, like on camera. It's clear to the audience that they're not there, but they are very much there to Kaz. Right. Um, and they, they kneel down and they say, do not worry. You are in good hands. I can help you. I can give you everything you want. Um, I'm going to assume the the literative device that, or the film device that, uh, when people are having private conversations in languages that are not English, yeah, um, that they are still just in English for the benefit of the audience. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, with, with no accent. So, um, I'm sorry. You said, do not fear you're in good hands. What was the last sentence? Uh, I can help you. I can give you everything you want. What I want is not to have this kind of, this kind of darkness in my life. But the darkness... That is a consequence of your cultural understanding of this ability I've given you. I've simply given you power. It's darkness or what you make of it. That is up to you. What's your name? Sorry, I didn't mean to answer that question. Randy. <laughs> Nick. Uh, no. Uh, I, I am a shade with many names. And that's why I don't trust you. Because I just have the one name. And I need to keep it clear. I... Do not. Um, hold on, I'm thinking. He doesn't make that face. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's fair. We're writing <laughs> as we're acting. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the gross domestic product of, uh, of the darkness? <laughs> the power is yours to do with what you wish. I relinquish it to you. 
get up, save your friends, stay here, let it wither, all are your choices. You I am but a source. You are an instrument. You won't try Neal to turn me. Oh, go ahead. You won't try to turn me further? I only grant you what you need and ask for. That's not what I asked. I have no need of an instrument that cannot make decisions for itself. This power, should you take it, is yours to do with as you wish. Claim whatever it is you want, what you need. Take it. It's right there. I'll gladly help you. But no, I will not lead your actions. I will not tell you what to do. You have plenty of wants and desires, plenty of needs to drive your need for power. Come to me when you're ready, when you want it. It's there. And then he, like, goes to flicker away. Um. So you hear the beginning strains of Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin as Kaz stands up doing, like, the, the superhero rise from the floor with, like, green flames coming out of their hands and they just like shoot it at the baddies okay uh yeah this green fire like flies out and uh do you what do you want to happen um i mean i want to I want to free Peter and or not, is it Peter or is it a different unicorn? No, it's a, it's a different unicorn. I want to free the unicorn and I want to get the baddies off my friends. Okay. And like maybe corral them into like one little place so we can be like, bye. And yeah. Scamper away. Uh, so I think it hits them in that like way that, uh, you know, wire work happens. Uh, and so like these blasts of green flame like hit the the couple nearest you and they like go flying up into the air and do like a twist and land on their buddies nice um and it's like dominoes yeah yeah um and the the chanting stops and you can see this like opalescent bursts of energy are flying out of the unicorn as it's trying to escape its its bonds uh what a and you have to mark another tempted condition fuck Sorry, can that be our fuck? Uh, <laughs> it's not a yeah. character, so you're fine. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put that on Violet. Because sure. I was... Yeah. Oof. Yeah, this is not great. <laughs> I can't take another one. Unless we're... I mean, we're technically you could take one more before you're taken out. Because your fifth one takes you out. Okay. So you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. fine. Take all you need. This is fine. This is fine. That's a week at the Mayo Clinic. You'll be fine. Uh, 
Uh, okay, so what does Audrey do? What does Bouldry do? Uh, Bouldry is... Okay, I feel like we're not going to do a, another murder. <laughs> However, Audrey is a bull. Yeah. Um, I think Audrey's only mode right now is disrupt. Okay. So she's going to continue doing what bulls do best and um, Fuck just shit fucking shit up. Okay. Are Her you going to try to destroy this, like, ritual chamber? Yeah. Because you've got some I pillars. Like, I would like to ruin everything, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So go ahead. I would go like to do a sabotage, please. Yeah, go ahead and roll to ruin everything. <laughs> Hashtag roll like, to ruin everything. Hold I want to say I'm, ro- I'm, I'm rolling red. Or rolling orange? I don't know. I don't think uh, I moved I mean, since the last one. Yeah, red sounds sounds about right to ruin everything. <laughs> Gold yeah. to ruin everything. That's pure rage. Yeah, she's... First of all, like people came after her friends, and she doesn't know what the green light is because she's a bull, but she doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't yeah. know how much sanity bulls have right now. <laughs> like, how much transformation like you I, get to keep brain I think you are... You are you, except... You are raging. You are you are seeing red. You are doing the bull yeah. thing. To uh, so, I think the benefit of the bull here is that a normal person wouldn't be able to run and knock down one of these pillars. But uh, you are a bull. I would like to reroll, please. Yeah, go for it. You got some <laughs> I'm running out real fast. <laughs> I got a three and a one. Out of five. Five is fine, right? Five is fine. Uh, yeah, know. a five will do it. Uh, but it's dodging. a mixed success. So um, I think this was a load-bearing <laughs> uh, pillar. Hi, I'm here to ruin everything. And so you have you have ruined everything. The uh, the the ceiling starts to fall. Uh, like parts of the ceiling start crumbling as this uh, pillar comes down, um, and. Uh, so, I think you are caught on the other side of some rubble. Like, you were stuck on the far side of the room where with the Dark Magic uh, cult and Neil Sr., who is a member. Uh, and everyone else is on this side, uh, and the unicorn is in the center of the room, who does not... is still in a stasis field. Um, but this disruption has caused all of the, like, time-warping, reality-warping stuff from upstairs... To more to be more localized, and so you are seeing weird fissures pop up. Uh, you're seeing different areas, like places and things, um, and it it almost feels like personal, like it's drawing on the people in the room. Oh no! And so, like the places you're seeing, like every once in a while, you'll see through a fissure, and it'll be like a place you recognize. Like okay. it's it's out of time. Like the the warping doesn't fit right and so uh what do you all do where is larson at this moment he's getting up i walk over to him is he on his knees or is he like standing like what's his uh i think as you get over to him he's standing up what did you lose fred I lost a friend. 
Zach rolls up his sleeve. I lost a mother. And I think he says, I know. And I'm sorry. You're not sorry. You're just hurt. If you were sorry, you wouldn't have done this. You would know this is not what she would want. That's naive. We can, it's not, we can still make it, it's, it doesn't have to be in vain. It already is. It's my fault. The place she went, the things she did to try to help us back then, is what is why she became the way she was. It's why she got tempted in the first place. It's why she lost herself. Did you love her? That's not really important. If you did, you wouldn't be doing this. I love her. That's why I know I could just reach in into that darkness and just fix all of this. Every night, it's right there. I just have to ask. All I have to say is yes, fix it, and all of this would be gone. You think I don't want that? But what would that make me? What would all of this have been for? What have you become? So if you ever cared for her, if that was ever real, you would stop. Fix it the right way. Fix it the way she died for. Uh, can I roll a sway? Or is this yeah, not yeah, a, yeah. that kind of scene? <laughs> okay. Yeah, roll sway. Um, Mm, five. Uh, okay, so it's a mixed success. So um, he shoves you through a fissure. I go with him. Um, and, uh, you are standing on a, uh, like on a street and, uh, I think he says, in about five minutes, a car is gonna come down this road and it's not going to notice the deer. Why are you showing me this? We can fix everything. I really tried, Fred. I really tried. 
Zach's going to put a hand on Fred's shoulder and pop him away. And it cuts back to the the inside of the chamber and um, Zach and Fred are gone. They fell through a fissure. Uh, Neil Sr. is getting up and he's like, we've got to get out of here. This place is coming down. Yeah, yeah, let us uh, get the unicorn and we'll go. Um, and he's like, with uh, with Fred gone, he's able to like rip the ritual down. Or actually, you know what? I think it's more interesting if he can't and he needs help. And the other two are like knocked out from their wirework I, blast. I think... I think that's Harold's time to like come like kind of like limping down the stairs a little bit, right? Like with the strategically like <laughs> tiny cut right here yeah. that's not actually bleeding very much, but it's just right there. Uh and uh he like walks into the room, he sees all this shit going on. He just takes the unicorn dagger that he's still holding on to for dear life. And like walks up to the the flame circle, and just like stabs it and tries to like cut a hole in it, like just mm. like somebody like a slasher movie trying to go through a tent. Yeah, kind of like. And so it's like it it hits it like uh like a ship hitting um atmosphere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like sparking and, and burning away as this like opal, you know sparks are coming off of it and you're like dragging through it. Uh, do you want to roll to try to overpower the ritual? Uh, I'd prefer just to narrate that, but I will. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. No, 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 no. I mean, I'll totally roll something. It's fine. Uh, I don't know what you'd want me to roll. Bod? Uh, probably. Or? Yeah, probably bod. Now, if I have a condition on that, what is that? Oh, then you That's... can only roll your emotion. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Lucky, 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 lucky. <laughs> a five? Yeah, yeah, five will do it. Okay. Um, uh, I was I like, do gonna, I need an eight? You're gonna <laughs> take a condition. A you're gonna take a condition on glam. Because oh, the um, the sparks burn off the rest of your cool clothes. Not like naked, but like they burn up and ruin the rest of your cool clothes. Okay. Um, uh, but so yeah, I'm like you were in, able. I'm in my skivvies. What? <laughs> no, like, like whatever, whatever you want. It, like your your outfit is completely destroyed. Okay, fair. Just okay. like ruined, not like um, like you're naked unless you want to be. Uh, and so, so yeah, you, you, you start carving your way through this thing, and uh, Neil Sr., unless, uh, does Kaz want to help with this? Absolutely. Okay. So, it takes, it takes a little more energy to, to pull it apart, but I think it'd be cool if Kaz, like, stepped up alongside to be like, we got this. Yeah, and just kind of, like, I can do this. So there's so like it sort of rips back like peeling back a curtain, uh, and you can see that this thing that the unicorn is able is gonna fall. Uh, what does what does uh, Bold, Boldry do? I think this 
might be the time Bouldry needs to no longer be a bull. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how to undo it. Uh, do you want to do you want to roll bod and see if your condition goes away when you come out of your bull form? Yeah, I will roll bod. That's just the one die, right? Uh, and whatever emotion you feel about. Like I'm, I'm not happy about it. Uh, <laughs> we'll go with. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with blue because I feel like it's the closest to stressed. But that's still a D4. And also, I assumed that uh, the condition I took when landing, when uh, getting, taking out, ruining everything, was <laughs> trapped on the other side of the. Yeah. Rubble. Yeah, yeah, you're stuck over there. Well, that's a five. Okay. So, uh, so I think um, I think you can rewrite it as you change forms. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can put it on a different uh, a different trait if you want. Like, maybe it damaged your clothes or it did something else. Like, the, yeah, I'll take it to glam. So, like. I think you're like, oh wow, my shoulder's fine, and then we like see from see you from behind, and there's this giant gouge out of your coat, or, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or your yeah. dress is like all all messed up on the back. Um, and uh, so yeah, so do we see you like running in to catch the? Yeah, I think she's gonna have to jump in to try to grab the unicorn, uh, catch the unicorn as it falls. How far is the unicorn off the ground? Uh, it's probably like two, three feet off the ground. Oh, I mean, it could. Kind of with it, just fine. But, yeah, but you could do um, one of your like spend a heart to carry something heavy. Yeah, I was so say, also, do unicorns weigh the same amount as horses? Yeah, they're oh, like we've Clyde established. Scales. We've established Audrey can carry a unicorn if she needs to, as long as it's young. But this isn't a, this isn't a juvenile unicorn. This is oh, she, yeah. she did pick I up and like- throw a forklift. I that is yeah. true. Okay, so she's, she's done some horrible, some weird things in their powers. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, like, it seems appropriate to try to catch it. Uh, actually, um, hmm. I would really like to see if I can, because the whole place is coming down. Yeah. I really want to see if I can do something preemptive to keep a door from closing. Like, sure. To make sure we can stay, we, ha- we have an escape route. Also, where the heck is Zach? Yeah. Uh, Gosh, so you say that, that, and uh, yeah. where is Zach? Um, shall I roll for the dimensional hop first? Uh, sure. Okay. I swear I did not plan this. I rolled the six. Um, and on the six, it's, I find someone lost. Do I bring them back? it's it's it really is a six i will tilt my camera if i have to no 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 i i I believe you um that was so crazy okay i believe you so uh you're standing before bastion yeah are you okay with that instead of like yeah yeah um can i have fred with me yeah 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 you you and fred are standing in front of bastion okay um he's uh i think you're in like a like a study and there's like a very dim light like there is a gloom yes. here that that eats yeah. up light but there's there's a very little bit of light here in this study 
uh, and you see uh, Bastion, which you've seen his picture on the back of your book before, or at least Seymour's when you stole it from him. And, um, but he's, he looks different, like twisted, like part of him is, is, is gnarled, like, uh, like how the shadow hounds look, right? Like he's, he's part shadow. Uh, and I think it's like a reveal, right? Like he turns to look at you and you see the shadow part of his face and he says, ah, Frederick. You found me this time. Your friend couldn't bring me back last time. Will this one be able to? No, I leave. <laughs> you just leave Fred there with him? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, I really love that that could have been so much more dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Where do you go? I'm going to go try and go back to that moment through the fissure. Um, okay. Now that I have the location and a feel for the time for it, um, can I make another uh, pop roll? You're. Dimension I think you roll? can just go by spending a heart if you want. If if you don't oh, want to roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I will go ahead and do that. Um, let me check in because it is ten ten. Is everybody okay with going late since it's our finale? Yep. I, yes. I can go a little late, but not super late. Okay, Same. we'll be Another we'll hour. be we'll be cognizant and try to try to yeah cut through. Okay, so uh, so where does uh, where does Zach? I I picture Zach ending up in the passenger seat of an old sedan. Um, Freebird is playing on the radio. In the driver's seat is a young-looking Asian woman, and. Uh, Initially, there's silence. It doesn't seem like she is surprised at my presence. And after some moments pass, I just say, I really missed you, Mom. And um, we can cut back to that. Okay. Uh, so it cuts back to the crumbling room. Uh, what do you, how do you all escape? Our escape plan is no longer here. Uh, do any of these holes in the dimensions look like places we've either been before or are it current in time? Yeah, I think it'd be awesome if like one just popped up at like, it's, it's just upstairs, right? Like it's just (laughs) like you see the dance happening like from earlier in the night. Um... At the risk of this being completely uh, not the right dimension, I think it's time to go. If you guys need Erin to do something, she's... Actually. Yes, Erin Yes, Erin should do something As now. soon as we get upstairs, I think it's time for Erin to do something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, I think... I mean, does that look great to everyone else? <laughs> Yes, we just have to get out of the way of ourselves so that we don't affect ourselves in right. the future, which is now. Like back to the future. Wait, is this actually okay, whatever. Uh Audrey and <laughs> I assume Audrey grabs uh, uh like grabs Harold and uh Kaz's hands and just drags them through the portal. What about the unicorn? 
The, the unicorn can follow us, I assume. Yeah, once you get it out of the stasis thing, it can walk. Okay. Um, um, come on! Neil, uh, oh, shoot. Can I go I think back Neil for Senior the... Neil Sr. is attempting to drag the other two. Can I go back for them? Sure. Cool. So you, you come out with to... them, and the, the unicorn comes out, and then you look back, and you can see that Neil Sr. is struggling to carry the other two cultists through. Do I have to roll to try to carry both cultists? If there's a question of who goes first, it's you, so... Uh, you can definitely get in there and and go get them. Yeah, that's uh, she's gonna go yeah. back for them. Do you have any heart left? I have one heart left. You could definitely spend a heart to just say, "Yeah, I can just throw both of them over my shoulder and get out of here." Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen. Um. So yeah. So Neil's like, "Don't worry, you'll get out of here. Get out of here." And and you just like pick them both up. <laughs> and and he's like, look- "Oh, okay." I tore a tire off of him earlier. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. Uh, and he's like, all right, then. And he just, like, follows you out. Um, and Aaron runs up, and she's like, you just left. What happened? You're back so soon? Oh, is it time? Oh, the time. This, this kind of time loop. I'm okay with it, by the way. <laughs> Here's what we need you to do. We need you to make... Uh, what did he give her? What did... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I left it open ended. So she pulls oh. out a uh, a walkie talkie, and she's like, "Go team six <laughs> And uh, like, men in black type people like start moving into the room, and in- like, dealing with all of the problems. <laughs> As I say, in about I want to say t- ten minutes, the whole place is going to start crumbling, and that's when everyone needs to get out. Yeah. But uh, they need to do something first, and I'm sure that's probably when the um, when you see like uh, Zach get onto the stage to start the song with the recorder. We have to go now. We have to finish what we're doing. We'll see you in, I assume, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. that loop is closed. I think. Uh, yeah, so the loop closes, like, the time loop closes, uh, you all make it out, and the, um, the, there's, like, when you get outside, the party is no longer happening out there, and there is now just, like, a bunch of, uh, like, men in black doing their containment situation when, when there's a, a dark magic problem, uh, so that, like, people are being, like, ushered away and... Uh, you know, they're forgetting why they were there, and uh, it's sort of handled. Uh, and I think we cut to um, we cut to all of you in um, in like a debrief room, and this is where uh, this is where we can get like epilogues as they're like, so what happened next? I returned Peter to the forest, and uh, life went on, much as it had before. But there's, like, this little dark, dark shadow behind their eyes, and, like, you can see this, like, image of the dude kind of superimposed over their shoulder. Nice. Um, if you'll let me, Dave... Uh, Audrey is sort of chipper because I assume this is a couple days later. 
Yeah, yeah. This is this is days later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she clearly she's been focusing on the wrong parts of the story. Uh, Harold and I are going out. I think next week. I have to check my schedule. I uh, it's been crazy since I switched to field. In a heart. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's been crazy since I switched to field hockey. She's like clearly not talking about anything that happened like <laughs> that happened during this thing. Although I haven't seen uh have we seen Zach since we left him behind? Although we haven't seen Zach since he, since that night. I think I assume we'll have to go look for him. Uh can the camera pan over and Zach is there? Just, like, uh, just I had got a there, or do you have a different? I had a, I have a different idea, but we can. I can take okay. a turn. When no, that's that's cool. <laughs> so, uh, what does Harold say when it for his, what happened next? Uh, well, I think Harold is just like super proud of the like the whole how well the party went off. <laughs> so, like that's the whole debrief he's giving. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen the and the like? Like he subtly just starts doing the dance, and then like one of the agents also starts doing the dance. Like just because it's spread everywhere and it's super popular now. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like that. But I will say that Harold is wearing like uh, uh, Toro's field hockey T-shirt <laughs> and jeans. I love that so much. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, so, so what happened to Zach? I think we cut back to the car. Um, they're in like a dilated suspended time where time hasn't stopped. It's moving, but just very slowly. There's a a deer that's in the road. Um, Zach and his mother actually say very little. It's more just, there's so much to say and there's just not enough words. And when it comes close to time, she just leans over, holds him very tightly. Finish what I started. I love you. Zach begins to cry, realizing he can't stop this. He can't pull his mother out because she's tempted. He pops out of the car. Away from the accident because he doesn't want to listen or watch. When he's a safe enough distance, he plays the recorder because the plan was to listen to that song and use that as a beacon back to his time and place. But when he plays back, he realizes he left the recorder in record mode, taping over the music and recording only the conversation with his mother. He can't go back. He lives the remaining years in that timeline. And he doesn't see the group again until he's a much older man. But to the group, he was only gone a week. Okay. Just endgame us. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. So sad. And uh, I think that is our... That is the end of our finale yeah. of our first season. Hopefully, maybe series. First season. Maybe it's like maybe it's a season. Maybe, of, it's, just, maybe it's series. I feel like, but we What's, have a song to play. 
Yeah. Well, the so what song plays over the credits? Don't you forget about me? Oh. Oh yeah. I think that's okay. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Yeah, yeah. I think that scene actually closes. Um, they've been let out of the debrief, and uh, they're doing they're doing the cute walk. Uh, they're all walking out, and um, Audrey points out that she has to go to work because she has not given up all of her shit. Um, <laughs> and and they're all sitting around at the at the uh, at Debbie's diner. Um, you know, hanging out, doing magic, whatever. And that's when Zach comes in as an old man. Well, not old man, just old, like a few years old. The amount of time. Yeah. Like, like since the, the accident with my mom, I, I had to keep the timeline pure. So it didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he so comes back in. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I now have a full head of hair though. <laughs> Yeah, he comes in and they sort of do the like they have the little reunion and they end the "Don't you forget about me" as the di- as it closes with them on the diner, having a li- having the reunion. Nice. A little more uplifting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, and the camera like pulls out of Debbie's diner and uh, like backs down the street, um, and like we get the aerial shot of like Elko in the background and. Uh, the credits roll. Don't you forget about me plays. And uh, that's our show. Uh, yay. Consider me Orson Welles in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's doing this though? Like who's doing that at the end of Zach? It's Zach. <laughs> it's definitely Zach. And it's just him asking for more food, but he's making the judge. <laughs> <house. laughs> he's like, can I get a, I'm starving. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for uh, for watching. Uh, that's the conclusion of St. Elko's Fire Season 1. Um, if I hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed uh, the game of Lighthearted, you can uh, go back the Kickstarter starting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Uh, that's Tuesday, uh, January 26th at 9 a.m. PST. If you're listening to this later, it's mm. probably live. Go 10 to hours and 40 minutes. 10 hours from right now. Uh, uh, go to lighthearted.games and, uh, and back. Back now. Go get the game. It's awesome. I, I love it. It's so fun, guys. Um, Use your finger guns. Finger guns. If you're that kind of gay. <laughs> or even <Yeah>. not. <laughs> we just talked about this. Gonna get those cuffed jeans. You just wait. Alright, if... Uh, <laughs> If you want to catch up on past episodes, uh, you can go to happyjacks.org slash shows and uh, watch all the cool APs on the Happy Jacks network. Uh, and I already talked about Lighthearted. Uh, if you want to follow me, follow me on Twitter. I'm pretty much going to be talking about the Lighthearted Kickstarter for a month. Uh, but come hang out anyways. Uh, we'll have some cool content there on at Kurt Potts on Twitter. Um, and I'm going to throw it to everybody else if you have anything else to say or plug or talk about. Dave. You go first. Naha. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I got Orson Welles <laughs> in my head, so I came at it like that famous drunk commercial for Palmasan champagne. <laughs> if you haven't ever seen it, Google it because it's the most hilarious thing. He's literally just drunk off his ass, sitting at a table, and there's other actors with a bottle of champagne, and like they have to prod him to be like Orson, action, and he's like champagne. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, first off, thanks to everybody here because this has been awesome and I've really enjoyed telling a story with y'all. Uh, 
second thing, uh, you better go join me on uh, adding my pledge to the Kickstarter tomorrow morning. Uh, number, uh, whatever number I'm on, um, there will be uh, a new show coming up to take this slot. Uh, I don't know how much information I can give out about it, but I'm not the GM. I just know some stuff. Uh, but it's not going to pick up right next week, I don't think. Um, but keep your eyes on happyjacks.org slash schedule to see when that's going to appear. In the meantime, there's the alternate Monday show of uh, Stone Top, which is charming fantasy. Like, just a little story about a little town, and it's fun to listen to. Anyway, I'm not part of that show. I just get to enjoy it like everybody else. <laughs> uh, but aside from that... Everybody be safe, happy, healthy, long-distance hugs to everybody. Thank you. Uh, Clara. Um, Hi, this has been a really great way to spend my Mondays, and now I'm all sad that we're done. Uh, I played Audrey, and I was the jock, and I feel really blessed that I've gotten to play lighthearted a lot in all of its iterations, Partially because, I don't know, the person who casts these things is like, I think Clara would like a bright, colorful uh, game about magic and urban fantasy. That seems like a thing we should put Clara in. Which, (laughs) yes, duh. Um, (laughs) I am all over the internet as clearly underscore golden, unless you're into mermaids, in which case I'm mermaid underscore clarity. However, if you follow me on Twitter, everything gets cross-posted, because I'm lazy. Um... I yell a lot about D&D and uh, tabletop in general. I can't even think of anything else I do right now. In fact, I think all my other stuff is winding down. Mostly, uh, sometimes I get drunk and stream me drawing art on Twitch. And it's a really time. It's a time. So (laughs) I highly recommend you tune in when I do that, which will probably start (laughs) alternating Mondays because I'm not doing anything right now. Nice. But yeah, um, best place to follow me is clearly underscore golden on Twitter for whatever the hell happens next. <laughs> nice. Uh, Claire. Hi, I'm Claire. Uh, you can find me in all the places at, at CBDubs, S E E, Bravo E E, Delta U B U, Bravo S. Um, and. Uh, if you enjoyed Kaz's story and Kaz's um, presentation, uh, I highly recommend you check out genderspectrum.org, which is an organization that specifically supports trans and non-binary youth. Um, and uh, I just want to say that I had a great time. Um, I, I fell in love with this game and I'm sad that it's over. And I hope we do another chapter at some point in the future. Yeah. How about we bring it to the 90s? No. I mean, <laughs> if we do it next year, the game has to start in 1990. Because this last one was 1989. No, it was 87. Oh, was it 87? Yeah. I we still have to finish the semester. Oh, God. Yeah. We have to finish it's only the been two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Time. Time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Claire. Uh, Joe. Hi everybody, I am Joe, I played Zach, I 
hope you enjoyed uh, a lot of the choices uh, Zach was making. If not, you know, let's arm wrestle. We'll, we'll hatch it out. We'll, f- we'll figure it out. Um, I, I made a lot of those decisions uh, going into it to create a character that was somewhere on the ADD, ADHD adult spectrum. If you have any questions about that or if you felt it was not appropriately handled, please let me know. Let's have a discussion about that. Um, I hope it was a lighthearted, <laughs> see what I did, uh, a way to introduce these kinds of characters to, re- number one, raise awareness, and number two, to remind people that we are human. Um, and a lot of these struggles for us are real. And I hope you've enjoyed watching Zach's arc in this series. He had the most arky arc? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, I, I absolutely know that I enjoyed it, and I, I just want to say thank you to all of you for being awesome players, uh, especially in this really like really loose uh, narrative game where so much of the story relies on your choices. Uh, so I could not have, have had a better crew for this 15 episodes. Uh, so thank you so much for that. Uh, and we will maybe see you later. 